Benjamin's my 20-year-old co-host. You're, uh, you're doing quite well, though, Benjamin. Sorry for being a little late today. I just had to deliver a goat. I didn't even know she was pregnant. I'll show you the pictures in a second. I just wanted to prop up Ben here for a second. Show the world the little wolf. Wolfito. Hola, Wolfito. Hola, Wolfito. Are you having a good day? Are you having a very good day, Wolfito? Today, I have a funny one for you guys. Uh, the new comedy equation is false virtue plus time equals hilarious. I'll show you the funniest shirt I've ever seen. Um, and we're going to also talk a little bit more about uh, multiple wives. I got a really good letter from a woman who gave me a lot of theology around concubines, multiple wives, stuff like that. And her claim is that it is not permitted in Christianity. And I will show you how it already is here. You just don't see it. It's called alimony and child support. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. One of the things that I think plagues uh, modernity is people have no idea what they're currently living in. Like, I think because there's so much hustle and bustle, you know, rising interest rates, I don't know. Uh, people have to pay their bills. They have to get their kids to school. They have to figure out the world around them. As Paul from Pockets talks about, we now, now all have to read the labels because we don't trust anybody. You don't ever really get to stop and reflect about the world you currently live in. Wealthy men still have multiple wives. They do it all the time. They, they get married. They have children. Uh, I've heard baby boomers joke about how they uh, traded her in for a new model. Ha, 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 we went to the moon, right? That's all that is, guys. All that is is a wealthy man gets to have children with a woman. He then divorces the woman, gives her money, and gets another woman. Has children with the woman, divorces her, gives her money, and onward and onward. That's literally multiple wives. Except we are now in a society that permits the abandonment of the woman. So now the children of the women after divorce, and I'm sure this woman that gave me all this theology around it is part of a church where elders have done exactly what I just described. And they, they sit around and they smoke their cigars and they don't realize that what they're doing is literally polygamy. If you have a bunch of baby mamas, you have multiple wives. Yeah, but it's also extremely common with the wealthy. So the wealthy will, wealthy men will have a wife. They'll have children with her. They divorce them. They give them money. They keep paying for their lives, but then they get another woman, have children, divorce them, pay for their wife. That's all it is. It's the same exact thing, except what I'm arguing is it's not more moral to get the divorce and give them money every month. You should have them in your life. Like, so all those children now get raised by black pool boys with big cocks as their fathers. And that's one reason why society is degrading. You understand? It's really not as crazy as you, as you think. You currently live in it. It's, it's just so you're, you're in just like a worse version of it. So when, and I don't think most men should do that. I think that the best societies are one man, one woman. Let's just talk about this first and then we'll get into it. Because this woman who sent me all this theology, I do appreciate it. She wasn't being shitty about it at all. She was trying to help educate me about uh, how Christianity is all about the family unit and, you know, King Solomon's concubines is not 
uh, ideal and blah, blah, blah. Yes, I would agree completely. I think 99% of the population should, uh, it, it should be one man, one woman. Because what it does is it motivates the men to work. Why do men work? Why are men not currently working? Because a man works because if he can provide for a woman, he will work. Okay? And the woman in turn gives the man fidelity and children. That's the, that's the basic cultural uh, contract. And that's the, the societies thrive the most. There's the most amount of productivity, cohesion, beauty, all that. When you have a highly productive male uh, group. So the men are very productive. Why are men productive? Why don't they sit around and play video games in their mom's basement all day? Because they have a wife and children. So if you have a bunch of guys with 20 wives, you're going to take, because it's typically about 50-50 in society. Like uh, when babies are born, it's about 50-50 male-female. So if you have a lot of polygamy in society, you're going to have a lot of unprotect, uh, unproductive men. So I'm not promoting polygamy because the, this Christian woman who wrote this to me is absolutely right. The family unit is the building block of a society. So you don't want to have too many women absorbed by, okay, but right now our society is way, 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 way worse than it, than it was in times of biblical polygamy law. Because now 20% of men get 80% of women, um, and, but they don't have to give them uh, any protection, any children, any responsibility at all. They just get to have sex with them. And then the women get very resentful. It goes against their nature. The women take pills to sterilize their womb or they kill their babies. That's what you're currently living in as quote unquote Western Christians. And in your church, you will see men doing this. You will see men okay with, you know, dating and sowing your oats and blah, blah, blah. And oh, I was just single and blah, blah. And then you'll see men get married Divorce, get a younger woman, have more kids, get divorced, get a younger woman and have more kids. That's literally, that's literally polygamy. A lot of uh, multiple wives situation, but there, there is going to be a class of men that will want multiple wives and they can afford them and the women want them. So that's the whole point of polygamy where it's like, where if you have the one tenth of 1% of the population that they're going to do that no matter what, that's what they do. So they're going to have a wife. And so the, the most moral setup, the most moral setup would be of this class of people is the man has a wife, has children, continues to provide for the woman and the home and everything, gets his next wife, has more children. He's still the father in that first wife's children's lives. It's not just a uh, a bunch of random guys on a cruise, you know, like what you're currently living is really bad for kids. You just don't see it. I see it. And so when I explain it, people go, oh, how dare you? How dare you start a call? Start a call. No, like right now. So if you, it, it's most men should not engage in this, myself included. I have no interest in this. Amy's my woman. I'm good with being done with kids and being a really good dad and all that stuff. When she goes through Menopause, it's a great time for us to just rest and be really good parents and then look forward to being grandparents. I'm all about it. And I'm, I'm a high-status male, and I'm all about that. But there are going to be men 
that trade up for a younger woman. And so wouldn't you rather have a society that encourages the men to stay in that woman's life and his children's life? Because what we're witnessing is a lot of the offspring of these trade up for a new model uh, men, they don't have a male role model in their life. They don't have a man. They don't have a father. The father is whoever the divorced woman dates. That brings in predators into the house. It brings in all kinds of shit. Um, and so that's my point. My point is not sex slaves and fucking and sucking. And, like, cause the West is so unbelievably over-sexualized that they can't even see it. That how many men do you know that have done this and no one bats an eye, but they're given more freedom to abandon their kids and abandon their, uh, ex-wives in the West than they would under a polygamous system. Okay. It's really simple to see when you see it, you just have, because the, a lot of Western Christians don't want to admit this because they don't want the responsibility of their ex-wives remaining their wives. So they're going to leave them any, like Henry VIII was going to get more wives. That's, that's, he's not going to stop. The Pope says, no, you can't get more wives and you can't have a divorce. So what did he do? He killed one of them. And then he changed uh, England from being Catholic to being Anglican and then got more wives. Okay, so, so the best case scenario is not, oh, how dare you? No, it's these, the best case scenario is when you're married, with the exception of abuse, infidelity, stuff like that, uh, you're, you're not getting divorced. You, you, even if you get another younger wife, which these men do, and again, I'm not recommending that. I'm not going to do that. You shouldn't do that. But men will do that. And you see them every day. You work with these men. They're in your churches. They're all over the place. And they pretend like they're not getting more wives. Because they abandon the first wife and then they pay them monthly, you know, because we're kind of like in that in-between zone where we're still kind of following biblical law where with alimony and child support, but the man is no longer in the woman's life or his children's life. Like he can abandon his kids and not be a dad to them at all. Okay. That's my point. And uh, I had an interesting experience this morning with uh, my goat. I had to literally save my goat's life this morning. This goat is rather young. I didn't breed her intentionally. I think Chad got his cock through the fence. And uh, hang on real quick. Dad left mom. Hang on. Dad left mom because he wasn't in love. Uh, exactly. That's what to avoid. Because in love typically involves hormones and lust. If you, you have a business relationship with your wife, as well as sometimes you go in love, sometimes you don't feel it, sometimes you're just really enjoying each other as friends, sometimes you don't get along, sometimes you just view them as the mother of your kids, sometimes blah, blah. You have a, a, a dynamic and interesting relationship on multiple levels. Okay, the baby boomer fucking bullshit, Christian nonsense shit, it's a biblical and moral contract, yeah. So men can say, you know what? I'm just not feeling your mom anymore. We've grown apart. Fine. She's still your wife. You know, you're still their dad. You still have to be in their uh, lives and provide for them. Because these men are going to get younger women. 
And then they're going to marry them and provide for them. So then you have, like, because right now the system is way worse. There isn't anyone. I, I think it's insane to not see it. Like how I just described it. Like I'm re- responding to this email I got, which is very good. A lot of biblical stuff about family units and all that. Right now, our kings, quote unquote, our, our nobility, which sometimes are just disgusting baby boomers who own a car dealership, they, they trade up their women like they do cars. And all it does is relieve, relieve them of the responsibility of staying in their children's lives. And then the women get resentful. They overreact. They hook up with a black guy on a cruise ship. They swear off men. They act bitchy and crazy. Yeah, because they're no longer provided for spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically, financially by the man that has made that claim. You can't just leave a woman because you don't, you're not feeling it this month. All right. And again, 99% shouldn't do that. But there are a group of men that will do that. And there's, and that's, that's the nature of our reality. There are men that will continuously keep leveling up. That's how they describe it. Now, wouldn't you rather be a woman that still is connected with your children and the man? But again, the society kind of gets what it, what it deserves. Shit people are going to get shit laws. I'm sure some women would be like, I can't wait to get Frank out of my life. He's a piece of shit, right? I'm talking about a more moral world where it's like, I get it. Maybe that's why we currently have the marriage laws we do and the marriage ideas that we have where it's like, oh yeah, you know, we got divorced and now I'm on a cruise ship. Every- well, I know who's the victim? The kids. The kids are always the victim of that, okay? And so, uh, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of women would, di- some women would probably disagree with me and be like, I couldn't wait to get Frank out of my life. Now I get turned out by a young black guy in a Speedo. It's like, okay, well, you're both just greedy fuckers and you're just, uh, you know, it's just that's why kids are being raised so poorly and there's so many psychopaths. (laughs) Because imagine the role of a woman as she ages, if the man was going to leave her and get a young one anyway, now she has a role in the compound, the family compound. Here's a house. She has her kids. You have this quote-unquote alpha male. I'm just picturing this Buick guy now as a piece of shit. But, you know, they, they all have a community where, you know, they're not just thrown to the wolves and put on a carnival cruise ship and get turned out by a black guy. Um, okay. Prioritizing hedonism. Yeah, so I hope that better explains my position because I'm not at all wrong in this. I'm just not. You can, you can, I, I've seen it for years. I have an ability of seeing through propaganda and rhetoric. I just do. You can say that you're not getting multiple wives because you divorce them and pay them alimony, but that's literally what multiple wives is. Okay. And, and the more you do that, the more burdened you are financially. That's why, you know, King Solomon could have 600 wives, but the, the average person doesn't. Because it will then lower your ability to provide and all that stuff. And so that's why it's not recommended. I'm not recommending people get multiple wives. But for those men that do that, you should stay in their life as their husband. You know, if you're going to do that. Or else the kids suffer. And that's my point. And if you want to talk about family units, that's that's the whole point. Is that. You, You keep your family unit intact.
Western Christian Christendom is collapsed. You know, you have gay female pastors, you have divorce, you have, you know, people wearing masks, recommending vaccines. It's fucking collapsed. And if you're not yet to the point where you're seeing through the illusions and trying to rebuild from a more biblically honest and lawful perspective, then we don't have that much in common. And that's okay. You can just come here for the nigger jokes and the good piano. And I'm 100% fine with that. Thank you. All right, Kyneton, super chats, please. Thy will be done from Rockfin. Indeed, indeed. And thy is not my. That's what helps us avoid um, uh, self-righteousness. A couple sharing a girlfriend. Poor girl got the crappy crazy on it. Yeah, but see, we're in this threesome sexualized bullshit reality now. There was this guy I banned on Telegram because he's just... When sarcasm sounds like a world I'd rather live in, because I was pointing out Andrew Tate's rapes, you know, and now it's more and more victims are coming out. They have audio of him bragging about the rapes, saying he likes how they were uncomfortable, all this stuff, horrible stuff. And one guy thought he was being sarcastic. He's like, oh, me and my wife, we just pray for a child and we have missionary sex and then we say glory to God when it's so I just banned him. I'm like, yeah, that's better. Sex should be about kids. Sex should be about family making. Yeah, it feels great. But if you don't see that our hedonistic pursuit of pleasure-based sex has led us to this fucking reality, you need to motivate your men, you know, by saying you will get a wife and she will be faithful to you if you can provide for her, protect for her, and have a job. Okay? So... When you do that, and so if we're in a, a, a reality where there's no consequences for sex because of the pill and all this bullshit, okay, those women are just going to go towards the alphas, like the big, disgusting, evil alphas, right? And they'll just use them and use them. Women are very vulnerable to this shit. And so these people are now being sarcastic, saying like, oh yeah, you know, me and the missus, we, we, have, we have sex missionary and we pray for a baby and then we sing hymns like that. They're trying to make fun of me because I'm not into beating and choking and raping women that after you fucking uh, tell them you're in love with them and to f- fly to Romania. Like, dude, that, that's why I know what's going to happen. Population collapse. Nobody's going to be able to clean your Bugatti. And then we'll see who wins in the long run. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be rural faith based people will be fine. You urban sterile, hedonistic freaks. You're laughing now. We'll see. Well, talk to me in 20 years. Talk, talk. You're, you're living on the fumes of the past morality of this country, of this world, of Christendom. And you're not willing to actually look at sex for what it is. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, you can do great stuff with sex. Awesome. But the purpose is children. And then once you have a child... You have to have a stable, non-abusive, productive, faith-based uh, family unit. You can, oh, I'm just not feeling it. I fucked my secretary on a copy machine, and so I had to divorce old Sandy, and now i got to pay her every month, fucking bitch. And now I'm not, okay, well, you're collapsing. All right? And I'm not collapsing, and the bears aren't collapsing. And you talk to me in 20 years. Talk to me in 20, that motherfucker that just got banned from Telegram from that sarcasm. Talk to me in 20 years. Tell me, tell me about your sex life as you're just 
injecting Viagra into your cock so you can fuck a fat male tranny in the slums because you have no more wealth because it's all gone because wealth comes from family units. Human productive men are wealth. Fertile, loyal, faithful women are wealth. You're not wealth. Your Bugatti is a satanic joke. And you're going to end up in a prison cell if you're lucky. Okay? Odyssey. Thank you. Oh, I got to feed the bear berries. Cool. Here's the super chats. Now I'll get into some funny stuff. I'll tell you uh, about the goat. Actually, I'll tell you about the goat first. So, uh, all right. You guys enjoying what I'm saying? What a world we live in. Ozark, so strange has become. No, it's great. The world doesn't change. Like It's all, always the same. It's always the same. It's just the illusions are breaking. And so we're seeing it for what it was, what it is, and what it always will be. It's great. I had a work lad that kept complaining that his missus didn't trust him and then went on to tell me how, uh, how much dick he's slinging. I know. It's, it's disgusting, dude. And so when I'm talking about polygamy, I'm talking about a small group of men that are going to do it anyway and to hold them accountable for those wives they had. That's what I'm talking about. And if you don't see it, you don't see it, fine. God bless. But I'm not wrong. Uh, so many people don't, don't realize they're still in biblical times. You're in it right now. It didn't end. We didn't get past slavery. We didn't get past polygamy and concubines and servants and indentured servitude and labor and wealth. and all. It's all right there. You're just lying to yourself by saying, alimony, child support. Nope, that's still your wife. You just now get to abandon her and your kids and feel great about it because you got a brand new Miata, you fuck. Okay, anyway. Uh, so this little goat. So this is why, you know, the, the, the age of consent in America used to be 10 for marriage. And uh, I think one of the reasons why I'm, I'm actually happy that it's now seen as older I think it's about marriage and it's about commitment to the girl after she can have children. That's to me, age of consent. That being said, I think a lot more death from childbirth happens when you're young. Like I think, uh, like I'm glad I'm just telling like logically speaking, that's the only thing that makes sense. Everything else is an arbitrary number, but from a health perspective, uh, I'm glad 12, 13-year-olds aren't having children because I think they die more. And I'll explain. So this is a, uh, this is my sweet goat. That's Neva's daughter there. That's Neva's calf. Her name was uh, Neptune. I believe we named her Neptune. Because Nectarine we gave to, uh, yeah, we gave to one of the, Beverly Bear. Uh, Nectarine's doing great. But she's still a little small. So she's fertile. So she can have a... Um, she can have babies and she's, and uh, Chad got his cock through the fence. I didn't breed her. I had no idea she was pregnant, but she's small. She would be the equivalent of like a 12 year old girl. And I had to deliver that calf this morning or else she probably would have died because her birth canal wasn't uh, as large as the other goat. So I had to physically pull that uh, kid out of her and I'm glad I got to her in time. It was uh, an interesting experience. But so when I talk about the logic of consent, because it can't just be a number. 18. Why? Because that's what the man in the building told me. 
Now, there's no fornication. It's about marriage commitment. What is a marriage commitment? A lot of it's a contract. You know, so it's like you have to provide and protect your wife. She is loyal and faithful to you and gives you children if you so desire. That's marriage. You can't abuse her. You know, you have to give her a good life. You have to provide for all that stuff. Everyone knows what marriage is. A 12-year-old should not be giving birth. You know, and I, I, it's like the logic is once you're capable of giving birth and you're married, that's consent. But as a farmer, I will tell you that if your body's too small, that's why I think America used to have a much higher. It's not about pedophilia. It's not. I think America used to have a much higher uh, death rate of mothers in childbirth because a lot of them were too young. And the men, the men were too young. You know, you'd have a 15-year-old marrying an 11-year-old, and they're both mature. They're running stuff. It's not about uh, damage or exploitation or pedophilia or anything like that. But if I were to guess, it's not modern medicine that has made it so women don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, gla- I'm grateful for modern Western medicine. My wife had some complicated uh, pregnancies, but I think a lot of it has to do with the size of the woman. (laughs) Like, you know, I think that if you're too small, like this morning was wild because usually goats give birth really quickly. It's just easy. They just give birth. It's not a big deal. This, this goat was too small and uh, I'm just glad I could have, I had to physically put my hands inside her and pull out the calf. It was an intense experience. All right, Rumble said, should the father dictate how the wife disciplines? I'd like to get my wife to yell less. She deals with the kids a lot and loses her temper, but she crushes as a mother wife. Uh, dad, dad bear. Yeah, but have some uh, sympathy for her because kids can drive women nuts. I mean, we have great kids, obedient kids, smart kids. Amy's a full-time mom. She has less stress in her life than a single mom would have, blah, blah, blah. There's still some days... Where I can tell she's just like, fuck this. <laughs> you know, because a kid will ask you, I don't know, 150 questions about a dragon that you don't know about. Okay, it just doesn't stop. And so, yes, you do have the right to tell your woman how to discipline the kids, but also understand that uh, she may need some time for herself. Like this is a, a good a good thing you could do. Whoever just super chatted me. Offer more time for herself. Like tell her that you will take the kids for an hour and a half a day, two hours a day, something like that. Or just like a good chunk once a week. Like you'll take the kids for an afternoon once a week. She can just have time for herself. Um, And also to not yell at the kids as much. But you got to offer her something too. It's because it's Women don't want to yell at the kids. It's not like they are like, man, I can't wait to fucking yell at these kids. It's because they get really overwhelmed. And especially when there's a lot of them and they're young and they're, uh, and you have a close relationship to them, you're, you're homeschooling them, you're, uh, you're feeding them, you're with them all the time. There are times when you're just like, shut the fuck up, you know? And so, yeah, have that conversation with her, but be prepared to... Give her something in return. Uh, Because it's because she's overwhelmed and she needs time to herself. Because your wife as herself is much kinder, more patient. Your wife, after being pulled a thousand directions all day, every day, 
is uh is like in a state of fight or flight. And I don't know if you've ever watched Little Kids as a Man for a chunk of time. I get it. It gets to a point where you're just like, enough. <laughs> and it's not even like the kids are doing anything wrong. They're just like the energy level and their internal arguments that you have to manage and all this stuff. It just you just have to re settle as yourself again. Like you have your wife has to be her again. And then as herself without her energy field, not to sound like a hippy dippy, but you know, it's uh it's understandable when they yell and if they're not given breaks, if she's just yelling because that's how she was raised and she's just yelling, that's a conversation to have. But I'm guessing it's because, you know, you're just hearing the yell after 10 times she's tried not yelling. <laughs> Nonstop energy and it feels like they're demanding equivalent energy in return. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, it, it's fucking hard. Amy's super patient. She's super collected and she's still sometimes, I'll see a look in her eye like, love, would you like to take a bath? All right, 3X Combo Bear says, Cardi B is a lot of young girls role model with wet ass pussy songs. Oh yeah, totally. And that's, that's understandable in this world that we live in where Christians no, in the West no longer think about how, and I'm not blaming them. We live in a society that doesn't allow a lot of reflection. I am fortunate that I get a lot of reflection time. I do homesteading. I do live streams. I'm paid professionally to think and reflect. And that's why I'm a valuable asset to a lot of you guys. So I'm not blaming these people. Because a lot of those Christians in those churches are working all day. They're like not given time to be proactive. You know, I think one of the New World Order agendas is keep people so indebted, so sickly and so busy that they can't go to a school meeting or they can't go to a local assembly and they can't, you know, I'm extremely intelligent and I spend all day, every day thinking about this shit and I still make mistakes. Imagine if you have no time to self-reflect, you know, you have, you're, you're eating food that isn't great for your brain, you know? So I do have sympathy for, I'm not just blaming Christian churches. When I was saying that earlier, it's because it's like, are we, is it, is it time we, we say that we have to make changes? Like you, you now have like a chick with a beard reciting fucking Ecclesiastes. I'm like, eh, why isn't the good, true, beautiful celebrated, but degeneracy is celebrated? Movies, music, because degeneracy is good for creating slaves. Um, degeneracy is a is seen as good if you're a slave owner. You know, well, I mean, in modern slavery, back in the day, if you were a slave that was sober, it was a plus. But now it's all about distraction. So it's like the more full of sin and distraction and disease you are, the less you can see you know, you can see the hand in the cookie pot, you know, so that's why it's pushed. And because a lot of the pill, it's a lot of things that a lot of connections that I don't think was coherently planned by living men or women. I think it was uh, demonic where it's like um, the, the birth control pill has changed so much of our culture. You know, it's like to take away responsibility from sex has changed everything. It's made it so men no longer uh, feel the need to provide or protect for a woman. The woman now no longer, uh, can have, she can have sex with anybody she wants. 
with no, because back in the day, you wouldn't have sex with a Andrew Tate because you know, he wouldn't provide for you. You wouldn't just go backstage and fuck Paul McCartney. You know, some might, but a lot of women wouldn't. They'd say, what if I got pregnant? I'd be a single mom. Now they can just pop their fun pills and go fuck the alphas and, uh, and that's it. And then all the good deltas in their hometown are without any woman, women without sex. And that's why there's a lot of hatred towards women right now. Is be, and that's why Andrew Tate has a career is because he goes, these fucking whores, right? And all the men go, yeah, yeah. Why won't they pay attention to me? I work hard. Because sex no longer has a um, accountability to it because of the pill. I, if it were up to me, I'd make the pill illegal. I agree with Amy. BB needs the full Viking look. Yeah, I'm going to go full Viking. I'm just going to keep growing everything. Paul McCartney. I know it's funny because if you look at him now, like what woman would be attracted to that? But back in the day, just status and power. Because don't blame the woman though, because if you think about it, it's a good, it's good they're like that. They want men with more status, resources, power, protection, right? So that's what motivates men to work hard. So if you keep it local and you keep sex with a outcome, like you don't get to kill the baby and you don't get to sterilize your womb, you're going to want your man to go from like manager at McDonald's to like regional manager. And that, that little push is what creates a productive society. Now, without their, with their sterilized womb and with men getting all this porn... Because look at the other side, too. Now women are expected to, like, have bisexual threesomes on the second date because of porn. Porn and the pill have done a lot of damage, and I don't know how planned it was. You know? And so that's, that's why this is happening. So the men don't feel as... Like, back in the day, before porn was everywhere, a man would do a lot to see a breast. A man would do a lot to have someone touch his dick. A lot. You know, just seeing a woman in a bikini blew their fucking minds. It made you work in a coal, coal, coal mine because you get enough money to buy a girl some shoes and maybe she'd touch her dick, right? Now, with HD unlimited porn, men are just like, why would I? She's like 10 pounds overweight. I, I'm just going to watch this fucking orgy. And women are the same way. It's like, now that she won't get pregnant or she can kill her own baby, they're just all going to go after the alphas, you know, and that's, that's the reality. And so if I was to, if I, I would make porn in the birth control pill legal immediately, if I was uh, in charge of this shit show, psychiatrists will prescribe birth control as mood stabilized for young women. Yeah, they get on at 14, 15. Stephen Crowder's wife was on birth control, married. All right. And, and he was, and he's seen as this big Christian icon. Like his listeners will call me uh, evil, you know, because I don't support Israel. Oh, how dare you? Christ, Christ. You guys are like demon people. You know, you're on the fucking pill. You know better. You know about that. You want, you want, you want to just come in your wife and not have a baby? Doctors push it hard. Yeah, and I'm not judging you. I get it. Amy used to be on the pill. I get it. We got off pretty early though. Once we... uh. Once we really knew, even though we we're both kind of damaged and working through our problems and all that, and we're living in a hedonistic urban hellscape, you know, we got her off the pill. 
<laughs> to be fair, B.B. Crowder's marriage is a full-on lesbian relationship. Uh, and I have no hate towards him or his wife. I'm just using that as an example of this churchian bullshit. This mega church evangelical, Jew-worshipping bullshit. They're not, they're not acting in accordance with nature or reality in any way. You know? And so what's happened now with trans kids is what happened with the pill. So the normalization is a real problem. That's why I will fight these fights. You know, you, you know that me saying polygamy isn't a sin is going to get a lot of people angry at me. A lot of people call me a cult leader. But you're currently in something worse. The man gets divorced, pays the alimony, pays the child support, gets a younger wife, does it over and over again. Now you're, that's multiple wives. He just doesn't feel any obligation to stay in his children's lives. That's your current reality. And your church, and, and elders in your church have done it. And they will scoff at someone like me and say, oh, how dare Owen Benjamin? Oh, he's a real cult leader. No, I'm not. No pill, no porn would overturn anything. Yeah, and also it's like that the pill and the porn is what is demotivating people to have children in a lot of ways. Um, when my friends ask me for advice on getting married to their girlfriend, the first suggestion every time is that the women need to get off the pill precondition. Yeah, because a lot of times if a woman's on the pill when they marry you and then get off the pill, they realize that they're not attracted to you. That's actually something that happens. Uh, so, and that's one reason why women spiral after they get off the pill. Cause they're the pheromones. Like they're not like when they get back into their, when they're on the pill, they're, they're pheromone blind. You know, that's uh, one reason why they make such horrible decisions with men because they are not physically compatible with these alphas, quote unquote, that they're fucking. A lot of women would actually be re- repulsed if they were in the presence of some of these men that they think uh, they're attracted to, you know, because they can actually smell them when like you become a uh, pheromone blind on the pill. It's fascinating. The man's pill is paying utility bills and not providing it themselves. Lemonade has too much sugar though. How dare you blade Smith bear. Kyneton hit me with the super chats. I didn't get to him. I got, I have more to show you guys. First off the bet, the best comedy in the world is false virtue plus time equals comedy. Here's one. Is from 1982. Swing for the retarded committee member. So back then they were trying to be really. It doesn't it sound like they're trying to hit retards with golf balls. <coughs> Isn't that hilarious? I'd love to wear that shirt. Swing for the retarded. Imagine what these sodomy pride events are going to look like. Um, in 20 years now. Now you want to know what they do with the retarded? They they uh, abort them. Have you noticed that there's there's not a lot of uh retarded people anymore it's because they just murder them (laughs) you know back in the day they're like let's play golf for the retards now have you noticed there's not a lot of retards anymore because they fucking test for it and they kill them really fucked up all right uh you did a funny name become a member on odyssey i won't spoil it what's the name ira roth's bastard son oh that's hilarious thanks for joining feed the bear berries that's great. I think everyone's just retarded now, so it's not so obvious. I heard some unauthorized. Uh, take an E for Lisa Marie. Suddenly has left the building. Yeah, she's also a junkie, though. You know, she had a tough life, man. Yeah, I'm not going to wallow in the deaths of the, uh, of the vaccinated. 
Yeah, it's going to be coming in a lot, guys. People are just going to be dropping like flies. Uh, the time to mock it was two and a half years ago. Now it's just, uh, let's just focus on more pressing things like swinging for the retards. Stealth Bear, Andrew Tate proves it was never social shame that kept society together, but the pill and condoms. That's hilarious. Like the pill and condoms being illegal. I mean, sorry, I'm tired. No problem, Stealth Bear. I mean, like Andrew Tate is slut shaming, yet it just creates more promiscuity. Uh, I don't think people are fucking as much as you think. I think people are becoming very, very just alone and gross. The, the, I don't think people are having as much sex as you think. It's just they're sterile, broken, porn addicted. Um, I don't think that there's that much intimacy, even on a uh, promiscuous level. I don't think so. I think that, that uh, it's becoming, it's the next phase of uh, the fall where they're just becoming like gender confused and depressed and suicidal. <clears throat> I, uh, you know, 2006, 2007, grand, that's when I was single. So I probably saw it more, but no, it wasn't. It was a totally different energy. The cities weren't destroyed yet. There's, it wasn't like every city in America is now Detroit. You know, you go to Denver, there was like young, vibrant, healthy people out. And the women were like excited to meet a man and not have consequences. Now it's like, everyone's fat with purple hair, like kill me. You know, they're on pills. To, it's like in the young men are not very sexual because their brains have been melted by porn. You know, they nothing turns them on. They're just like, they're just into weird, creepy shit. Everyone's becoming like a pedophile. It's fucking, guys, it's, it's going to be on us to rebuild. So just do it now. Just keep doing it. By the way, someone gave me a super generous donation today. And I'm really, really grateful. I'll read that letter soon. I'm very thankful. Friendly Bear, BB, paying the gay away for Bull Rush Bear as promised. His Andrew Tate character impersonation is a little too accurate, if you get my drift. Keep on crushing, BB. Indeed. Indeed. Aren't you guys glad I broke that spell of Andrew Tate seven months ago? I can see how someone could be sucked into that. I used to find him funny. You know, saying some truths, talking about how women have a place and all that. But, like, you don't want to be advocating for a serial rapist uh, when the shit starts hitting the fan, you know, and I think I did help a lot of you guys out with that because now you see people, they can't get out. They can't, they, they're just defending it until they're dead. Now they're like matrix matrix. There's now audio of him leaving messages on girls phones saying, I loved raping you. And then they go, Oh, but vice news reported it. I go, I reported it seven months ago. This is public news. These, this woman went to the British authorities in 2015 there's six victims now openly talking about it. It's not the fucking matrix. I'll show you videos of him talking about how he loves choking and beating women, how to break them, how to make them think that they, they need you to sell them, to get them to do porn. All right. Now th those men that could have been sucked into that. And now a lot of these men will just keep defending because they're in too deep. They're scared that they're going to say, oh yeah, he's definitely a rapist. Oh, so why do you like a rapist? You know, and so I did you a service with that. That's why I do this. It's not for my own health. It's not so because I love getting my Instagrams deleted. I called that seven months ago. I said, Andrew Tate is going to be arrested for human sex trafficking and rape. 
There's victims that have gone to the authorities. These cases are in the works. And then when it happened, oh, how dare you? No, Matrix. No, it's not. Yeah, Vice, Vice News has some really bad people working there. Pedophiles. Really sick fuckers, right? But they don't just say, like, complete lies. You know, that's not how news lies. News, they, they bend and twist. And they fuck with statistics. And they push things that push their agenda. The Catholic Church has more of a pedophile problem than Vice News does. I'm not defending Vice News. They probably said some horrible shit about me. But it's all based in somewhat reality. You know, it didn't come out of nowhere that they said I had a paramilitary with thousands of people in the woods. I do have thousands of listeners. One of my best friends does train people. I don't have a paramilitary. I'm not violent or anything. But some of my riffs could be taken out of context and used against me. You know? But I know how, how, how they lie. They, they try and use triggers to get someone to hate you. They say, oh, he's homophobic. I am. But give me five minutes to explain it. And you'll walk away being like, that's perfectly reasonable. Oh, he's sexist. I am. I am sexist. And that's because I love women. And I think they should be treated as their nature and not like men, because that's crazy. You know, that's how news lies about people. They use triggers. They just try and get people to hate you. And it has to be in a certain time frame. That's why they scrub the Internet after they do it. Because six months later, you look like a legend, like Vox Day's hit piece that happened to him in Switzerland. Six months later, it's a joke because everything came true. Oh, Vox Day is a Russian agent. He doesn't think Ukraine will win in three weeks. Yeah. So Vice obviously hates Andrew Tate for different reasons than I do. They are, a, 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 you know, a bubble of cum. You know, they're like this, this far leftist, anything goes... You know, no slut shaming. You can be a pedo if you want. Disgusting people. You know, that's that's not why I hate Andrew. They they see him as masculine. I see him as a serial rapist. So we we have different motivations as at exposing the guy. But you know, like when I watched the media report on Gavin McGinnis, they were fairly accurate. I was right in the center of it. The spill the beans thing, faking the FBI raid. They hate him because they think he's right wing. I, w- I want to reveal Gavin because he's using American institutions to grift. And he's like a homo and a drunk and a fool. You know, that it, just because you agree with the left or uh, like when me, and, when me and Vox were in that. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. It's a legal situation. Erase that. But let's just say there'll be situations when you have the most in common with a Democratic, a, a Democrat from California in the state Senate. You, you have the same, you know, that's why I don't get why Christians are so mad at Muslims. If you don't see that you guys have a lot in common and a lot of the same enemies, I don't know what to tell you. You know? I was joking with a, with someone about that while it was happening. I'm like, it's it's never a, a positive sign for society when nationalists and socialists are seeing eye to eye. 
Maybe we should just combine groups. I, that's a joke. All right, anyway. Um, thanks for the hilarity song request that I think maybe you'll like. The acoustic version of Swing Life Away by Rise Against. I love the beginning. We live on front porches and swing life away. Very nice. I guess it's for black people. I don't live on a front porch. We used to call them porch monkeys. Although I did used to sit on my front porch a lot. I did. I, I retract. I just took a shot at the blacks. All right. PH. Hey, BB, great streams lately. Just sitting here on my lunch break, doing some writing, getting caught up on yesterday's stream. Woodshop isn't the only bear who's been doing a ton of writing these days. Shout out to Thinking Bear, who is learning how to do letter work. He'll be making some knife sheaths soon. Crush on. Indeed. Thank you, PH. Anthony, cheers to Jake. Lost my dad unexpectedly in 94 and never got to say goodbye. Think that hurts the most. Keep crushing. Sorry this is late. Can't listen live. Can I be verified as Baseball Dad Bear? Welcome, Baseball Dad Bear. Born Again Bear, peace, bro. The written law was given to Moses by God to show the Jews that sin is but not as a means of salvation. I know how to talk with a, Jew, uh, a, ver, uh, a Hasidic Jew this morning about why it's very complicated. I don't want to misrepresent it, but it's, it's fucking interesting, dude. Anyway, Abraham and Noah predate the written law and they're probably in heaven. I believe the pushback from Christians comes from this understanding and not necessarily arguing against the morally functioning system of accountability on earth. No, I think it's because they don't see what they're in now. It's like the fish doesn't know it's wet. And someone like me that has, I'm not saying I'm smarter, that has the time to just analyze professionally, can see stuff that other people can't, and then they get really mad, and then they see it, and then they give me a super chat. That's pretty much my business plan. Um, Like the idea that you're not currently having multiple wives is crazy. It's just you're, you have multiple, these, these wealthy men that, that trade in their wives. They, they pay for them the same way a, a man would pay for multiple wives, but they get to abandon them. And then their kids get raised by a black guy on a cruise ship. You know, and I just don't, I don't see that as a more moral option. Okay. But I guess, I guess you get what your society deserves. Maybe the women want to fuck the black guy on the cruise ship. Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. All I'm just saying is structurally, it's not more moral to do that. In fact, it's clearly less moral. It's more, more of a broken contract, more immorality, more mockery of humanity, no one's thinking about the kids, you know? And so I think a lot of that is that, like, a lot of people don't realize what they're currently in, and then they get mad. Like, that whole idea of multiple wives and how Christians say, oh, how dare you? I'm like, you're, you're, you don't know, do you? You know, you don't see it, okay? And that's it. And the Catholics, I think, were a big part of uh, making it one man, one woman because they're all pedophiles, not all. There might have been some, but I don't think you get to Cardinal without fucking a kid. That's my personal opinion. I can't prove that. But I think their motivation was always, I don't know, though. They did want more kids to fuck. Now, they wanted kids in, in like unstable situations. I think it's a lot harder to get a kid in an Islamic Sharia country than it is in a Catholic country. Because if you can get the kids, ah, this is too dark. I'm going to move on. 
But the, the motivation of the Vatican, I mean, they literally have naked children all over their ceiling. The motivation of the Vatican was clearly not to keep the kids safe. They were castrating them and making them sing like angels. They're fucking sick, right? They're sick fucks. And for thou- over a thousand years, they would take children and purify them by removing their penis and testicles. They called them castrados. And they relished in their angelic beauty that they kept for life. Okay, so we're not dealing with good people here. So why was the, the Pope so adamant about Henry VIII not having multiple wives? Um, it's, it's somehow it was to fuck kids. I just can't put it together right now. It'll take me a while. But thank you, though, Born Again Bear. I appreciate that. Avery says, Girl Avery Bear, thank you for your streams, Owen, from me and Reconciled Bear, indeed. Bubba Bear, BB, loved your stream in regards to John 1 1. The actual Greek only had the ton, but not an or a in the language. Definite articles. The word was with God. Theos translates with the God. The second God re- reference and God was the word does not have the definite article the ton. They're before God, meaning they were different. Keep crushing. Yeah, and and that'll infuriate people when you say that, but I'm on a genuine quest to figure out what it means. And I think if you read John in Greek and understand Greek, there you have you have I, I have a, a really good friend up here that's currently doing that. Their family is learning Greek to read the Bible, and she's saying that uh and they're diehard Christians, like really good, great family, very, uh, very by the book people. And, uh, and she's saying that there's a lot of shit in there that you don't know unless you read it in Greek. Uh, but you know, I'm on a journey. I'm on a truth journey. I'm on my wife's journey and and nobody's going to tell me I can't have a thought or express it publicly just because they're gay. All right. Because I know someone could then say, well, they are different, but the same. Okay. Now, could there be truth in that? Yes. But like it, it might require another paradigm of language. Like how three is one and one, three is one, but three different, but one. That doesn't make sense in English. That would get an F if you wrote that on a English paper <laughs> or logic. A plus B plus C equals D. Therefore, A is D, B is D, C is D. No, no, that's obviously stupid. Like, not just an interpretation. It's obviously retarded. Now, there could very well be... There's a reason so many people believe that. It's not because they're stupid. There's definitely truth in it. But it might be a language paradigm that we don't understand. Like, what does that mean to be of something, in something, with something, as something? You know, a lot of people that that don't have... Hours every day as I'm milking goats and shit to think about this stuff. You wouldn't even think about it. And so that's why I do this. And I think it's fun for people. And if you get mad, you can go fuck yourself and head on over to the Daily Wire and watch Ben Shapiro try and get you to spend another $100 billion on a fucking meat grinder of death. Okay, glad we're seeing eye to eye here. Okay, uh, I, by the way, I don't have an agenda. My life would be easier if I believed in the Trinity as described by churchians. Okay? I don't I don't get money from from anybody trying to get me to disprove the trinity. In fact, most of my friends believe in the trinity. 
I just can't say something that I don't understand because then I enter a shadow world that I think creates an environment for addiction and, and, uh, and insanity. Rebunked Bear, thank you for such a powerful and hilarious week of streams. We're having a Middle Tennessee Bear Meetup next Saturday, the 20th at 4 p.m. at Jonathan Grill in Franklin, Tennessee. Hope to see you there. Keep crushing. Yeah, go community build, guys. Go to that. If you're in Tennessee, go to that. West Side Bear. MJ Bear, BB, happy Friday to you and Bears. A shout out to House the Great's new album, Great Music for an Airship Ride Around the Realm. We should put his music in the next documentary as like the soundtrack. House the Great is a phenomenal uh, musician. So that's House the Great, G-R-A-T-E. Kyneton, will you get me his album um, so I can play it tomorrow's stream or something? I really want to highlight his talent, and he's such a good guy. Uh, Josh says, I'm here teared up during the letter about Jake. Also, Woodshop Bear's letter got me a little choked up the other day. I didn't know if it was gay or not, but I don't want to take my chances, so I'm paying it away. Smart, Josh. You can never tell if crying is gay or super straight. When I do it, it's very straight. It's like whenever you see me cry and weep, like have a weep, it's because I'm very strong and heterosexual. But a lot of people, that's not why. It's, um, it's because they're gay and they owe me money. Uh, all right. I think it means they are one with purpose, but even more than that, that we can't understand. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. But that doesn't mean the churchian trinity is true. I can't sign off on it because I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And I like thinking about it. I just don't like arguing about it because poor sweet Denmark Bear is on his last legs. Okay, what else do I got here? Uh, by the way, this is on Amazon Prime now. Apparently it's been there a few months, which is great. Owen Benjamin, huge pianist. It's free with Prime. Uh, check it out. Watch it with your family. It's clean. Clean as a whistle, and the jokes are really good. I look like a lesbian. I'm quite slender and shaven-faced, which is humiliating for me, but it's a fucking solid special. So if you and the and the wife want to watch a funny special, like I don't even say fuck or shit or anything in it. Um, it's clean as a whistle and very, very good. And no, I don't get any money while you watch it, but I don't care. It's not about money. Um, I, for some reason, have been cut off from all royalties for years now. Uh, and I just, as far as, uh, you know, I'm just glad it's out there. I would give up all royalties forever if they just didn't fucking censor me all the time. You know, it's a great special. And compare this to, uh, you know, I'm a little gay in it. Like, I'm a Bezos bear. Well, Bezo- Amazon is a lot more forgiving than any other platform. Like you can get, you can get Vox's books on Amazon. You can get all kinds of shit on Amazon. So they're pretty good about that. Like we, what me and what uh, Amy watched a anti-vaccine documentary on Amazon. So they're definitely globalist, but they're on that level where they have to play a lot of ball. Like with the, with the quote unquote people. You know, the, the most ferocious, you know, censoring freaks are usually like mid-level pyramid. Like, uh, you know, like Twitch or PayPal or any of that stuff. When you get up to the, those top ranks, like MasterCard, Visa, Amazon, it's the big banks. It's pretty hard to trigger a response from those guys uh, because there's legal consequences. And 
they to get that level of monopoly, they have to have at least a perceived stability. Versus like Patreon is trying mm-hmm. to like make a name for themselves. So they're just going to be like psychos about everything. Amazon isn't a seller marketplace that doesn't exist if they censor too many sellers. Yeah. And for them to have the monopoly, um, it's not about money for these people. At that level, nothing's about money. They play ball because money is their God. I actually don't think so because people like me and Vox are incredibly profitable. You know, I was making YouTube a ton of money before they kicked me off. I was making Airbnb money. I was making all everybody money. It's about mind control. So the bigger the monopoly, the more they have to, you have to perceive that they're stable. Like Visa, MasterCard, Amazon, Apple ID, um, you know, Verizon, AT&T, places like that have to give off more of a perceived, uh, a perceived uh, stability than the other ones. Amazon is still a corporation whose first priority is, is stock value. I disagree. I think its first priority is to damage the minds of, of the people. I know that sounds illogical, but it's not. It's like um, Vox wrote something really good about this. I'll read this because I completely agree. It's If they want to make money, the way they're acting is not to make money. Money is uh, money. M- they, don't get me wrong. They want to pull in money, but the, the play money's fake. So they can just get money from the central bank. Just here, we just created more money. It's just, now it's here. You know, the idea that you have to make money is fucking retarded in that world. On that level, the Patreon doesn't even have to make money. Well, we were in our lawsuit for two years with Patreon. They received $200 million in uh, funding. Just like, they don't have to make money. We would have bankrupted Patreon. We did the math. It's very simple. So we put them in a position where the fees for our arbitrations was more than they could make in like five years. Well, then it turns out they don't make money. It doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with mind control. And so because it doesn't make logical sense otherwise. Like, let me read to you what Vox wrote. He wrote a whole book about it called Corporate Cancer. But um, let's see where this is. Yeah, much love to the 72 who stood with us. Legends. Okay. On the non-existence of equality. Real quick. Gamma stocking. The fake doctors. That was interesting. Uh, Israel confirmed vax harm. Uh, Algorithm gods. The troll hunter's guide. Where is this? A stalker's defense. Do you know where the one was where, uh, hang on, I'll find it. One second, ladies and gentlemen. Is Elon lying again? Too little, too late, stupid. Foreigners defend fake democracy. Evil wizards. Germany implodes. Setting the theater. Good sh- oh, here it is. It's called Yes, Actually. In which I answer a question posed by the inimitable Carl Deniger, Deniger, whom I very much respect and whom has arguably saved more lives than Florence Nightingale and David Hasselhoff combined. So 
Uh, Denninger says, still think it's not just money? So Denninger is claiming that it's uh, Amazon deleted all Vox's reviews for Amazon Books and Products. Yeah, that's obviously sneaky, but the books are still there. All right? You'll never be suggested my comedy special. I'm sure they don't let you comment on that. You know, I get it. When you're fighting this war like people like me and Vox has, have for a long time, you take the wins when you get them, dude. You know, you're not going to get good treatment by corporations anymore. They're all funded by a, a dying empiric central bank. So you're going to see more and more insane behavior. Okay, so this is a pro-money um, uh, opinion that Vox questions. So now we have documentation that Scott Gottlieb was involved in the Twitter censorship on COVID. Of course, anything that dissuades you from being talked or even forced into spending money in the pharma world is bad to the point of view of Scott is on their board. May I remind you that this is a company that has been repeatedly fined huge amounts of money for various violations of both law and regulation. Pharma has been a big advertiser on Twitter, of course. Can't bite the hand with the stack of Benjamins in it, can you? Then we get, don't get me wrong, I think there's a level that's motivated by money. I think even some CEOs and CFOs and people like that are motivated by money. The big, the big game is not money. And uh, Vox gives a good response here. Then we get this report. A key study on the anti-stroke drug may have been falsified with potentially false side effects ignored. The study dates to 2009. So much for they're trying to kill you, eh? Nah, they just don't care about anything except money. No. So Vox says, au contraire, I not only still think it's not just money, I'm absolutely 100% certain that it's not just money. Greed, after all, is only one of the seven deadly sins, and mammon is only one of the various false gods. Adidas did not drop Kanye to make more money. YouTube did not deplatform Owen Benjamin to make more money. Patreon did not deplatform Owen Benjamin and Mr. Matoker to make more money. Indiegogo did not return money to my backers to make more money. British Petroleum, ExxonMobil, and Shell. I'll give you another one. Uh, my agency did not drop me because of money. I was making them money. Oh, but it's bad branding. Do you know the percentage of the population that's against trans child um, surgery? What, 98%? I'm not in a minority, guys. My views on the trans child movement was not a bad look for any corporation. Okay? That's the whole thing. It's like, if half the country disagrees with you politically... Why are why was why was Donald Trump's supporters never represented by any corporations? It's because it's not about money. It's about control. It's about degradation. It's about Satan. You know, there comes a point when there is no secular explanation for a lot of this. All right. British Petroleum, ExxonMobil and Shell did not exit Russia to make more money. Disney did not throw its weight against the don't say gay law in Florida to make more money. Intel did not spend $300 million on diversity and inclusion to make more money. Every freaking commercial on TV did not introduce multiracial couples to make more money for either the advertising agency or the advertiser. I could provide well over 10,000 examples of profit-seeking corporations making decisions that observably and inevitably harm their bottom line in the interest of aligning with the satanic narrative. But there is no need, since each and every reader is capable of providing a unique example from their own personal observations. 
Those who assign to either stupidity or pecuniary, pecuniary interest, the actions of the wicked simply fail to understand either the objectives or the nature of evil. This may sound like a criticism, but it is actually a testimony to the fundamental decency that makes it difficult for them to give credence to the true depths of human depravity. And then he has an image of the uh, Tower of Babel, which I think that's, is that NATO or the UN? It's the same building structure. It just says they're only interested in money. (laughs) They make money out of nothing. That's why the Sharia doesn't permit money to be backed by nothing. Because they, they make money out of nothing. It's demonic. And that's why America had to fight the terrorists. <laughs> like it is, ter- it, it is terrifying if you're a Satanist. If somebody says it's better to have intact families than it is to have broken families. It's better to have your money backed by gold or silver than to be backed by nothing. Because when money's backed by nothing, you can just create it and pump it anywhere you want. And then it creates people and it and affects human behavior. Imagine if Patreon had to, had to get go into the earth and get gold to support the losses they were feeling from me and the 72 bears that were in a legal battle with them. They couldn't. It has to be without any effort. It has to be central banking. And the money comes from nowhere. That's why silver and gold are valid currencies because it requires human labor to get it. And so that so the demons can control minds and stuff like that. Minds. I never thought about that. Phonetically, it sounds like mind. Anyway, they can't just be like, oh, throw some sacks of gold at Patreon because there's a finite amount that requires human labor to get. Now, if you have fiat currency, you can say, send them a hundred million. It, it it only degrades the 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 dollar, it doesn't even degrade the dollar because, you know, if, if you listen to Uneducated Economist with Kantian's essay and all that, the money has to freely flow to the people in order for the inflation to even happen. If they just keep it in that realm, um, it doesn't even matter. They can just make up a zillion dollars and it would barely affect anything. You know, I could show coffee for paraplegic, but that cripple never applied when I told him I wanted to buy more junk. What's it worth sitting in a vault? Well, it's just, it requires labor to get it. That's the whole point. Is it possible they do this to themselves because they're shorting their own companies? I don't know. Uh, people aren't doing it because it, it wouldn't benefit someone even in a half a lifetime. Have you seen gold prices lately? Jesus. No, what are they, Denmark Bear? Let's take a look. Gold prices. 1900? 1923. Oh, it's one up. In the last five days, it's up 2.25%. The last month, it's up 5.39%. The last six months, it's up 10.86%. Looks like Amy really picked the right horse for this race. Actually, I'm more of a silver guy. Gold's too expensive. Let's take a look at silver. Silver is at 24.24. Oh, no, but it's only about Bitcoin. <laughs> Good luck. Silver prices chart. Let's take a look. I like the annual change. What's it up? How much? I know it's up. Our silver price is high. 
What the fuck's the fun chart? It's all just ads. Silver price chart. Companies are not shorting themselves. They make money on the stock. Yeah, they're not shorting themselves. I mean, unless they're doing a pump and dump. Like uh, like Bitcoin, for example. It's like they were just trying to pump up people to buy it so they could sell it and get out. Take money and then use that money to buy land or gold. U.S. dollar dropped the past week, though. Oh, yeah. Gold never goes up or down. It's just compared to the dollar. All you're looking at, silver's up to... All you're looking at is if the dollar is up or down. That's that's the beauty of uh, of silver. Like, let, let me show you guys something here. This doesn't change at all, regardless of what's going on on Wall Street or anything. It's still the same thing. It's in reality. Want to know who knows that? Muslims. India knows it. A lot of Indians know to to stack uh, to stack silver and gold. Uh, used to be at least the fear of lawsuits or bad press. I think they're so far gone, they don't even care. They don't care if the customers cares about them at all. Because they're just, it's cracking, dude. It's cracking. It's absolutely cracking. Uh, you're not, you're not, look, you're not facing war in America. You're not facing any uh, a Gestapo kicking in your door. You're facing a breakdown of goods and services and supplies. I watched on Amazon last night. Such a dope. Uh, man, I, um, I like compliments about my comedy. Where is that? Uh, oh, yeah. And if you like that that special, try and do a comment and a review on Amazon. Please. Thank you. Uh, I think the factor in lawsuits into the cost benefit, they don't, they don't care anymore. They just make fiat currency is really bad for that reason. They can just like the 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 goat the, the the horse is out of the barn. Like there's no closing the doors. So they could, I I learned so much with that Patreon lawsuit. It was worth every penny. <laughs> we didn't make any money. We lost money, but it was worth it. I watched it on Owens last night. Such a dope special. Owens facial expressions are just as funny. Thank you, even without the beard. Uh you know they can just invent money. And try and affect human nature, but it doesn't, it starts not working. Uh, okay, bear in mind, this is the guy you're currently getting advice from. Someone telegram this. Irish rape and Crowder being a nigger Jew is funnier than anything comedians have said all year. And this was just another day on your stream. So you don't have to come for the theology. You can be a proud Catholic and love every baby dick you're, you're given. And I'm fine with that. Because, you know, just come for the... You know, come for the uh, the the rape and Nan King. You know, they were asking for it. <laughs> Crowder is such a nigger Jew. He is. I know. I know my role. Large corpse required to align with ESG banking requirements or lose funding. Right. They're they're being centrally funded by people that can invent money out of nothing. So that's why it's detached completely from reality. That's why they don't. The comedians don't have to be funny. The, you know, the, all, all these things, they don't have to work. PayPal doesn't have to be reliable, which is everything in a bank. Everything about commerce is reliability, that they're not just going to not like your meme and charge you 2500 bucks and kick you off. Like that's the worst thing for their business, but it's not about business. They already have their funding secured. 
Are silver and gold like diamonds? The value is controlled because it's a slow trickle of releasing a vast inventory? Probably. You know, the only thing that really has value in this world is love, family, skill sets. It's just valid currency is why I like silver. That's, that's the only reason. Because it's like, it's the currency of the Bible. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's like diamonds. You know, you could argue it's not like diamonds. That it takes a lot of energy to get an ounce of gold out of the ground, blah, blah, blah. Silver has valid uses in, um, in industry and it'll always be used, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think everything's false scarcity, personally. Oh, sweet. Look at these super chats. Uh, Entropy says, you're on fucking fire at the minute, you big, beautiful bastard. Love from Australia. Keep crushing. You too. Knox Bear, thanks for being you. I'm grateful. Much love, Knox Bear. Yeah, I got to, I got to meet, I believe I got to meet Knox Bear in San Antonio, Texas. I like Knox Bear. Bladesmith Bear, just sent the entropy as PH, meant to change my username anyway. Still working on the knife I owe you. Making knives is a hobby, not paid to do it most of the time. So it's not a fast process. Got to balance the hobbies out better. Writing has taken up most of my free time. Then just crush, man. Whenever, if it's in 10 years, I'll value it just as much if it's tomorrow. God willing, I'm here. What's up, Aaron? I'm working with Classical Learner to create a woodworking carpentry curriculum for his homeschool business. Yeah, my son wants to be a, uh, a carver. What's up, Bear? I thought of you when he said that. He wants to start whittling, and I'm going to encourage that. So uh, I wish we all lived closer. Wouldn't that be great if all of Bertaria was just like, I could just send my son to Woodshop Bear and he could just learn how to carve? But the curriculum sounds great. We'll eventually have hundreds of projects with instructions and videos of me making them. Big thanks to legends like Brett who are out there walking the walk for a kid's future. Yeah, Brett crushes. Like what he's doing is more important than any, anything political. Classical Warner Bear setting up systems to educate your children is fucking incredible. Um, yeah, because when you're a homeschooler, it's like you, you have to look for curriculum. No one's just going to feed it to you in a school. All right. Uh, Mayo, Mayo Too Spicy says, saw your special last night. Thanks for the laughs. It's cool to see how quickly your musical comedy inspired and evolved into a contemporary art form over a short period. Bo Burnham reminds me of what you would have turned into if you had stayed in Hollywood. Sucks you two never got to work on something big together. Well, we were friendly. I mean, I've always liked Bo Burnham. We're, we've been on podcasts together and um, very sweet guy. Really sweet. Like, it's funny. <clears throat> You'd think that I wouldn't like someone so successful in Babylon because it's usually like comes with selling out and sucking and all that. But I got, I, I've always really, he's got a good energy about him and he's funny and he's just a sweet human being. Uh, I came for the nigger jokes and stayed for the Jew jokes. Thanks, Max, Maxed Out Bear. Um, he seems very feminine, says Goat Bear. No. I mean, he's not tough. He's not like a man's man. But he doesn't feel like a girl to me. <laughs> I met you twice, once at the public library show and once in Mohegan Sun. It was great, much love. That's where it was. I knew I met you before. I just didn't remember where. Um, all right. Or you could just get all your worldview from this guy. Here's Albert Einstein, what appears to be Milo Yiannopoulos and Albert Einstein's male cousin wife, quote unquote. 
Bear in mind, that's where most people get most of their worldview from, is, is these ghouls. I mean, is that Milo Yiannopoulos with Albert Einstein? You know, these proud Jews all dyed their hair blonde. Jesus, so much self-hatred in one picture. It's pretty mind-blowing. Okay, Jonah Hill and Drag. Yeah, Bo seems like he's dealing with stuff, being associated with fame and whatnot. He could use some time in the country, man. I was talking to one of my L.A. friends that I was going to set up a clinic for uh, famous people where they get to just come and, like, live in reality for a week. (laughs) But, you know, I have way too much controversy around me, and I don't want weirdos around my kids. But, um, you know, I thought about that. It's really funny. It's like... Bo Burnham could really benefit from shoveling cow shit. Like, think about all the comedy that comes from this. Like, I birthed that goat today. Like, that little goat was stuck inside that other goat, and she probably would have died if I hadn't pulled it out of her vagina. And now she's, like, you know, milking away in a barn, and soon I'm going to... Like, right now, all of our goat milk is going to a family whose mother is dry... And uh, they need goat milk to feed the baby because the ba- uh, Nigerian goat milk is the closest to human breast milk you can get. And it's like impossible to find in stores. You can sometimes find goat milk, but it's typically uh, Nubian or Alpine or something big. Um, Nigerian goat milk is the highest fat content of any uh, of any goat milk. And it's the closest to human breast milk. So. All of our goat milk has been going to, uh, because I only get a half gallon a day max, you know, it's uh, cause these are small animals right now. And now I'll be getting a lot cause someone just kidded, you know, we haven't had any animal kid in, in months. And, uh, and so, yeah, we get to help a baby now have good milk without formula. Yeah. Six to 10% fat. Yeah, Exactly. You need a medic, I'm in, says Denmark Bear. Denmark Bear, you're dying to live in America, aren't you? You know Denmark's a little played out. Listen, I'll, uh, I'll sponsor you. If we need a Bertarian doctor, I will, I will do the paperwork. You're a comedian and they don't kid that often. I'm offended. Kyneton, you're fired. Who's the, uh, who can I replace Kyneton with? Drusha McBear. Dr. Bear, you guys are now Kyneton. I'm going to be yelling at you, though, and you have to get yourself a gambling addiction. Exterminator bear, ha, BB pulls a kid out of a goat, vagina, and that's real pulling out. Production pulling out. Nice. Where did you get your goat? We found out that our youngest boy can only handle goat milk. I'll give you a goat, Idaho bear, if you want one. If you're a bear, you're here every day. I have plenty of goats. Um, it won't, kit, it won't uh, give birth for five months, though. But if you want a goat, I'll get you a fucking goat, man. It, they always need buddies, though. I'll hook you up. It'll just take a while for, the, for you to be able to get milk out of her. I'm keeping this one. I'm milking the fuck out of it. Uh, but I had to tell, if you want to go for real, I'll give you a goat. All right, here's some unauthorized. Well, I was swinging for the retarded before it was cool. Nice. Interesting. Yep, totally agree. It's not as fun anymore. And I basically stopped. The fall is just loom. Owen, Google bloodbath layoff. Nope. Definitely not going to do that. Star Valley Barrett. No one talks about broken contracts. Thanks, BB. Anytime. 
MT Grisbell, your streams help me understand things I don't have time to think about. Exactly. And I'm starting to realize it's not because I'm so smart. I am smart, though. It's because I have the time to do it, and I do it professionally. You know, like I was thinking about that because I was like getting all pissed off at Christians, how they didn't hold the line. And then I'm like thinking about the average life of a lot of the women now have to work. They can't just be stay at home moms. So they have to get enough money to pay for the babysitters. The men are all working. They're, they're nervous, high anxiety world. They're, you know, they don't have the time to think about these things and then do a course of action. Like uh, when the dollar had more strength. Even in like the 70s, I remember in the 80s, even when I was a kid, men would have more time to be around each other and like play baseball or fix a car. Or like you would just see men in groups doing shit. And then with the, you know, advancement of quote unquote entertainment and all this shit to keep people's attention and with people having to work more and less, uh, you know, price of living going up and all this. It really, it really isn't their fault like sometimes I think it is. I am so fortunate that I can just like, I could spend an hour if I wanted to just staring at the wind and thinking. And then I can be like a piece of shit and be like, why can't everyone else see how fiat currency works? It's like, well, most people don't have the time to be able to just listen to this shit and think about it like I do. So I apologize if in the past I've come across as too, uh, too critical because when you really think about how little time, that's why one of my main things I push people to do is form communities because when you're just around like-minded people with common goals, you can figure shit out and then you can get game plans and you're much less likely to cuck. BB, is it worth it to feed and take care of all those animals? Do you lose a lot with feeding hay or does it pretty much equal out? Right now, we lose a bit, but it's almost equal. If you look at uh, food prices, we're up. <laughs> but but uh, no, it's like you got to run a pretty tight ship to like make money with animals. Chickens, it's easy to make money. Chickens are, uh, especially with the price of eggs now and how cheap chickens are. But yeah, sometimes I find myself spending hundreds of dollars on hay and feed and shit. And I'm like, dude, how much milk could I have just bought with this? But it's really helpful for my insights and how I view, uh, it helps my streams to be, to be this close to animals. Okay. Uh, great stream. I relate to not having enough time to reflect. Big Bear, long time listener. First super chatter. Keep doing the Lord's work. Thanks, Joseph. That was very generous of you, by the way. T-Max, sorry I'm late. Thanks for saving my seat. Anytime. Welcome. Promo code Meat Grinder of Death. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Northwing Bear, watched Huge Pianist this morning and loved it. The musical score is an arguing couple is classic. Thank you. Yeah, it is a classic. Uh, I wish more people could see it, but I'm grateful that they... I, th- this is the thing, man. It's like I don't regret it. It's all God's plan. It's like maybe my lack of exposure has been good for this community. Maybe if millions of people knew that bit, I couldn't have flown under the radar enough to start all this shit that I'm doing right now. Brado Bear, what would it take Anchor Bear to get to Idaho with his equipment to record you doing all your cover songs? I don't know. I feel like I should just do it. A lot of it's just me. I, I just haven't done it. I will. I should do that. I should really do that. Good point. I, Anchor Bear has like a thousand kids. He's basically black. 
So I highly doubt he would just fly up here to record some retard. He will be at the festival, though. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll do some recording there. Okay. What else do I got? Oh, yeah. Want to see something hysterical? Text you something about the time to reflect. Second message, Kyneton. Okay, Kyneton. Hang on a second. Whoa, Ye just married a chick. That's, that's super stable. Last month, Ye released a new song called Sensory Overall, which largely honors his new wife, Bianca Sensory. That's good. Good for him. Now let's have some kids. Let's have some kids there, yay. Um, yeah, just moving and grooving. <laughs> BB still love Vox, and I'm goat skin book guy. I found that with Vox and other people, book snobs, most people don't read. I'm sorry, I'm too busy literally slaving at my job. We don't all have the leisure time to pursue the topics of your preference. Yeah, that's one reason why I always do audio live streams because it's not because people are stupid or lazy. It's because you can listen to me while you're working. You know, and that's why it's like reading is a, it's like a flex now. It's like you have time to read. Uh, A lot of you guys just listen to me as you're working where you couldn't take your eyes off what you're doing. I totally get it. Um, Now Ye has two wives. Exactly. Ye literally now has two wives. He has to pay for one. Yeah, you see it, right? It's so obvious. All right, anyway. Uh, what was I? Oh, yeah, what did Coyington just say? I think you missed the joke of the person who joined your Aussie chant. Oh, I already read that. The Greek word, Greek word used when Jesus talked about baptism discussed the waters from above. It wasn't just arbitrary waters you passed through to get to heaven. I think that's a pretty major difference. You think? He found a chick in the bush, says Denmark Bear. Who knows, man? Who knows? He's just running and gunning. I knew that was going to happen. I knew there was one day I just wouldn't hear from him. And I'm sure I will hear from him again in the future. But these things just happen, man. I know the personality type. Like, like flow state doesn't even begin. She's allegedly a Jew, says Josh. I mean, how funny would that be if he just marries a Jew? Um, that'd be great, right? What a story. What a life. All right. Regarding time to think about stuff, I think that's part of the reason we're not supposed to work on the Sabbath. I saw a sermon where someone explained how much a kid parent should both appreciate time together and it's so important to God that he commanded we just take one day a week to spend time with him. Spend time with him equals prayer, reflection, no stressing. I completely agree, Kyneton. Um... All right. Brando, it's got the wor- word waters in the Bible has different meanings. I-, I can't speak Greek yet, but I know there's gravy. Ye is doing to the Jew what the Jew did to Ye. Oh, he's fucking, he's fucking a Jew? Like the Jew fuck Ye? Either way, it's hilarious. <laughs> Either way, it's just so great. I mean, the dude really commits quickly to women. You know, if... uh. But that's cool, man. It is what it is. He's a great artist, man. Crushing. (laughs) Like, he gets swept up into shit, man. It's great. Uh, Would have been epic if you got BB to do a toast at the wedding. Well, I would just sing the song Runaway. Yay, is a Jew? No one knows what Jew means. It's it's a joke. Uh, He comes back with a tiny hat on. Oh, my God. How great would that be? 
if he starts observing, like he becomes like a hardcore Orthodox Jew, how fucking great would that be? Like what if Ye has like long sideburns and like the, like the big, like the scary Jew hat, not like the little hat, you know, like the Gargamel hat. Man, that's great. What a life. Dr. Stan Eckberg has info on fasting that helped explain benefits of fasting. I would die if he starts coining the Talmud. It's, guys, you have no idea how possible that is. Like, I know the dude pretty well now. And God love, God love him, man. Fucking heart of gold. Pure flow state. Doesn't hesitate to do anything. I would not be surprised if he just starts, you know, being like, like that would be fucking great. Like he's the dude, he's the dude. Yeah, I guarantee she has a giant ass. There's no way. There's no way she doesn't. Can you play Runaway BB? I'm sure I can. It's not exactly Bach, but it's a good song. Um, Another girl with giant ass. Yeah, yeah. I really hope he does it. If he's just like, like, it's a hundred percent possible, dude. He rolls with the punches like Barapujic. If you're an atheist Jew, are you a goy since you're not really a Jew? Guys, it's all retarded. Okay. He'll continue being a Jew even when they divorce. Oh my god, it's all great. Oh, do you want to see what comedy would look like if it, it this would be mainstream SNL comedy if comedy hadn't completely sold out? It's great. Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. <laughs> At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? (laughs) Isn't that great? It's so true. That's the beauty of comedy. Comedy is just the truth. You just show the truth and it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Where it's like, here at the Kaufman Incident of, uh, Institute of Coincidence, we focus on the symptoms, not the causes, because that would be pretty uncomfortable for a lot of us. BB, your bare name, uh, BB, her name is Sensori, who made ye. Uh, it, guys, it's just super funny. Don't overthink Kanye. Trust me. Trust me. Don't overthink him. He just flows. There's a reason he's so good at freestyle rapping. He just rolls. But that, like, to a degree that you've never seen in your life. Like, I always thought I was a flow state guy. Like, I just roll. Things come to my head, I fucking do it. Not even close. Like, he literally, I wouldn't be surprised if next week he was like a penguin. Like, he's not in boundaries. (laughs) It's fucking great. All right. Uh, Kyneton, any uh, super chats? I'm going to read this excellent 
I can't wait to read this letter. This was so generous, dude. Whoever sent this to me. Really appreciate it. Who's it from? Um, cool, one second. Nice. Sorry, my uh, my eyes are a little tweaked. Okay, got some rock fins. Okay, hit it, hit it. Okay. Kiyosaki Bear here of the Indiana Bears. While my wife, Narnia Bear, has written you a few letters over the years, this will be my first. Since this is my first letter, I suppose it is customary to tell you a little about myself and my small but growing bear family. Let's make it bullet points so as to make it short and sweet. In 2017, we began following this community since the Why Didn't They Laugh days, and we very much appreciate that even though the never-ending roller coaster of truth bombs and controversy, that this is still foundationally the same, often right and never lying, comedic stream it has always been. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Um, Bianca Sensori has a huge ass and big old boobies. Yes, he's black. Black men will never marry anyone that doesn't have a huge ass. You want to keep your daughters away from black men? Just keep their asses small. That sounded really creepy. No, don't don't keep your daughters anything. But comedically, what I was saying sounded great in my head. But after I said it out loud, I apologize to all of you who have daughters. Uh, real quick, here's the Rockfins. In yesterday's stream, you made great points about the logics of cremation. Throwing fuel on the fire, what if the ovens that the Jews were supposedly burned in were instead a form of energy weapon? No evidence of that. I'm guessing it's more just a lie. But instead of being geared towards steel beams, they were the frequency of the human body. Uh, maybe. I mean, it sounds... I don't, I don't know. I've never enjoyed and gotten so much insight from someone while disagreeing at the same time. I'm pretty new to the bear scene, but I dig it. I'm about to join the app, but I was wondering if there were any pagan bears out there. Keep being awesome. Thanks. Lightning in a bottle. Thank you. Yeah, there's there's everything type of bear. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm pagan adjacent. I think you guys have a lot of good ideas. Um, you know, it's very helpful stuff in nature. I'm just not, um, I don't know. I'm not going to misrepresent you guys. All right, Pascal says, paying some of Martin from Rockfin's Gay Away. Great stream as usual. Thank you. Uh, Alexander says, let's do 72 Super Chats again. I, ch- I try not to burn out my people. I'm not going to do a fun, you know, that was a fun organic thing we did yesterday, but Super Chat at your own leisure, everybody. I'm not just going to pretend every day is a fucking telethon. <laughs> yesterday was big for me and Kyington. He almost died from the money. Worst thing you can do with Kyington is give him money. Owen, oh, use BibleHub.com. You don't need to speak Greek, it does it for you. Yeah, that's what they all say, isn't it? You don't need to speak Greek. Biblehub.com out of Israel will do it all for you. It translates Hebrew and Greek. Very eye-opening to see what some of the words actually were in the original languages. Maybe, maybe. I'm dubious. Whenever someone's like, oh, you don't need to get any of your own food, we'll bring it to your door. I'm like, it wouldn't happen to be poison, would it? Oh, shit, you got us again. Okay. In 2018, realizing the fork-tongued nature of the modern Jesuit Catholic Church, I quit my master's degree in theological studies to marry Narnia Bear and start a real estate business with my father. Smart move. 
Uh, loosely following the Robert Kiyosaki model in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Great book, by the way. Great book. It's all about behaviors. Ira and the Grabblecopter admitted, We also attended the Hobart show. You're doing great, kid. Thank you for the laughs and the restful mini vacation. Indeed. In 2019, we began to translate our real estate business from flipping and selling houses to buying and maintaining passive income rental property. Recognizing the evil of the Agenda 2030 goals, we have been trying to counter this agenda with a My House, Your Income philosophy with our tenants, prioritizing things like urban gardens and high-quality finishes for our tenants as much as possible, such that our rentals are as nice or nicer than our own home. In 2020, we realized the importance of building our own parallel systems to counter the censorship of Clown World. My wife and I began to dream of Bertario Library, which would maybe one day be funded by our rental income. More on that later. Sounds like you guys are doing great. In early 2021, we finally made the move and got out of the big city and into rural town to be closer to Narnia Bear's family. Very smart move. Family's wealth. By the way, I'm already looking at my house to add a wing for one of the kids' families. This is how far ahead I look. It might be a problem. I might have to get more into the moment. But I was talking to the kids yesterday. I'm like, you guys know you don't ever have to leave, right? Like, we can all have families here. Like, this is a family compound. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, crazy dad. I'm like, we can add a wing that's, you know, one of you guys can live in the barn with your family. One can live in a wing. We can add a wing. I'm like, we're not splitting up. The idea that families all split up is fucking retarded. Imagine if I had four, four sons with families on this property with wings. And we all... See, this is how you get the benefits of polygamy without, polygamy without the headache. Get your children... Okay, so now all of them can have combined family resources. Where it's like, oh, uh, you know, you have like four... Four moms, this is a God willing, you know, obviously this is just a dream, but you have Amy, the matriarch and four moms on the same property, all, you know, raising each other's children. And then you have the males, you know, that can work together on businesses and all and work and all this stuff, uh, protection, all that. It's fucking great. Yeah. That's how you make castles. Exactly. And so you keep building wings, you know, as your family grows, I, when I was in Europe with Vox uh, in Spain, like with me and uh, the family, we stayed in a rental that that was clearly what happened. So there's, there clearly was a house and then wings would just be built. Like some of the hallways were weird, made no sense. They make sense when you understand how fucking families are supposed to work. Living in the same town is great. I want them in the same house. Oh, how dare you try and build a castle? Don't you know that you're supposed to atomize yourself and dead in a city? Fuck that. George, you don't have to go anywhere either, buddy. I mean, Benny's still here. Fucker's pushing 21. Okay. Uh, when you bashed your head, haha. I don't know what we're talking about. Come here. The four tribes of Owen Benjamin. Yeah, the tribes of Benjamin. Guys, I'm not kidding. Like, this is what you do. Every time you build a wing... Because I like uh, the large family aspect with a lot of adults, a lot of children aspect of polygamy. I don't like polygamy. <laughs> so what I think the answer is, so you have your kids. So the, 
you, you got to just get through, you know, you and your wife will work really hard, all that. But once you have your sons or daughters with their significant others and all the, everybody's working together, then it's a win. You get the best of both worlds. All right. Yeah, it's probably going to look like a swastika. Four wings. Gee, I wonder what a center house with four wings might look like. Oh, Jesus, George. Okay. In early 2021, we finally made the move and got out of the city into the rural town. We maintained three gardens, one at a rental house, one at a small town home, and one at our grandparents' house. Good for you. Everyone's getting it. I like that quote. I love what I say about polygamy. It has all the benefits of polygamy. I can't remember what I said. It was pretty funny, though. Um, Yeah, I bashed my head in in Spain because the door was so small. Uh, You just want to make sure every woman has her own kitchen. Yes. Yes. That's what the wings are all about. Right now, we could function if everyone had a bedroom. But yeah, each family is supposed to have their own wing. Benjamin in the Bible was the youngest son of Jacob who was set up to make it look like he stole a vessel from the Pharaoh and Joseph, right? I don't know. Okay. In late 2021, we bought our first bear cub into the world, which your relentless message to be fruitful and multiply inspired. Narnia Bear did an amazing job bringing our daughter into the world with a fully natural home birth. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Bud Bear, RP Grizzly Bear, and Mama Grizzly Bear. Trooper Bear and Pray With You Anytime Bear and Good News Farming Bear and Mamusia Bear for the advice, assistance, and prayers, getting us through that beautiful yet challenging time. Community truly is wealth. In 2021-2022, my wife was fired from her job as a nurse for not taking the vax while nine months pregnant. Oh, I'm so glad you did that. Fuck. And I began tree work in our new town as a groundsman. Good for you! So that she could raise our little cub at home, as it should be. Thank you, BB, for setting the example for me. I used to be a groundsman, too. Well, daily tree work as a Sigma was a little weird at first. I believe I have solidly found a place in that hierarchy as a situation of Delta, Bravo, depending on what kind of job we are doing. That's awesome, dude. In 2022, we also attended the National Bertaria Festival, which we originally thought we would not be able to afford to attend. God led us there in two ways at the last minute. Firstly, Bud Bear invited our family to camp with his family in their RV, giving us a place to stay. Secondly, we very unexpectedly closed on two rental contracts, which tenants mysteriously decided to break up the sums amongst themselves and the amounts of 1,333.33 and 667 respectively for the first deposits. We took that as a hilarious sign We had to go gravy calls. Bertari National Festival. My wife and I both noted that the National Festival was the first large-scale family event we had ever been to where the children seemed to outnumber the adults. That's the plan. Uh, Everywhere you looked up, down, and around, there was beauty and goodness and abundance. I felt like Peter on the mountain at the Transfiguration, taking in every minute and knowing that there would not be time to meet and share stories with all the bears I would have liked. In my day-to-day life, with all the tree work I had been doing, I still get to spend a few hours every day with my baby girl. But what an amazing thing it is to be able to be peacefully exploring Bertari with my wife and child for five days straight. The festival left us recharged to go back into the world and take on the next challenge 
and keep building and crushing. Now that you know a little more about us and the impact the Bears have made on us, I'd like to recognize the creator of the realm and thank him for the abundant blessings your streams and by extension the Bertari community have brought to my family. Please apply a portion of the enclosed gift towards Bertaria Ozark Campground in whole or in part entirely at your discretion for whatever purpose you see most fitting as Bard King of Bertaria. While we don't have much money in the way of liquidity, we do have this to give for now, and we hope to give you much more one day by building a library that the Bertarians may call their own. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. And that will, you know, you it'll, yeah, we will put that towards Bertaria, and, uh, you know, you'll get on the list and you'll get the tickets and all that good stuff. So you won't have to pay this year, obviously. Well, I mean, that was a very generous gift. I appreciate that. It was very touching. Uh, see, right now, right now, Peterson would cry. But see, I don't cry. I only cry with like, I have a, uh, I'm not a pussy like Peterson. Um, like that was very touching, but I'm not going to cry like a bitch. <laughs> I've already cried in two streams this week. <laughs> well, it was presently just a dream and our plan for a Bertaria castle along the Great Bear Trail is a library full of wholesome gravy for families seeking truth, beauty, and goodness. We imagine we would want to have everything from classic children's stories to homeschooling materials to works of authored by bears to cutting-edge truther resources for the older, carefully discerning bears. Just as the cripple and the fox provided us with our morning wake-up and the anchor music fills the halls with joyous gravy, we know stewarding books for bears to be our family's calling. Man, you're a dreamer too, dude. Keep on dreaming, boy. Um, I've eaten haggis and blood pudding, says somebody. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. Um, but we could use some help from the community brainstorming how to make this possible. Rather than say... I can't do this. I don't have the resources. We want to challenge ourselves with the question, how can we do this? How can we make a bear library a reality? If you big bear and the many bears listening would be so kind, please consider lifting your hearts and minds to the creator on our behalf towards these dreams. By the end of the year of discernment, I hope to develop a more solid plan of what this might look like and how to achieve it. Well, I can donate 10 nigger books. Last, we have a few short and unrelated gravy notes to share just for fun. When Jesus said that to enter the kingdom, we need to be like children, could it be that he met means we need to be present in the moment? Something I've observed recently is my toddler is always 100% present to the moment. Are all young children this way? Yes. Great call, and it fits very well with what we are talking about earlier, about having time to reflect. Number two, the My Jews bit is really funny and original. If you want good debt, you need your Jews. If you want bad debt, you need your Jews. If you don't want any debt of any kind, guess what? Those Jews still keep the dollar circulating so that when you have to buy something, someone accepts your magic squares. Jews are an essential resource that should be managed wisely. Indeed, you don't want to get rid of your Jews, man. They're a resource. Don't put them in charge of anything. But that's about it. I'd like to let all of Crow 777 fans know that you can buy physical copies of the Crow 777 transcripts. They look really great, and my good friend Bud Bear prints them, so if you buy any, you are supporting a bear as well. To buy some, you may have to contact Rose directly because the link is broken at the time of this letter. But they say they said it should be fixed soon. 
I was fortunate in my younger years to have attended a high school with so much of the coolness that we had classes like street law, kinesiology, and epistemology. Anyway, my street law teacher once shared a bit of wisdom with us that I'd like to share with the Bears. My teacher was an extraordinary person in that she had never had a bad day. In fact, she insisted that there is no reason that anyone ever should have a bad day, but that there are only good days. Of the good days, there are three kinds. There are lower grade good days, medium grade good days, and higher grade good days. Why? Because every day that you wake up is another opportunity to praise God for loving us and thank him for it by doing his work in this realm. My teacher would cite Isaiah 43 where God says, I have called you by name, you are mine, and you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. This is a beautiful scripture with respect to the year of discernment because it reminds us that not only does God deeply love his servants, but also that he calls us with love. In discernment, God calls us to his service because it is good for us. He knows our every need and wishes to provide for us. Thanks for reading my letter, BB. I pray you and yours have a higher graded good year. Best wishes. Kiyosaki Bear and Narnia Bear. P.S. I would like to request you play the song. Play a song by Anchor Bear. If you don't know any Anchor Bear songs, you are gay. I gotta think of an Anchor Bear song to play. Okay. I will put you on a list. Um, I need lyrics, though. I could play some by ear. Let me think. Uh... Think of a good Anchor Bear song. How about, uh... They all have fucking guitars in them. Hang on. Uh, Onward to Beretaria. I don't fucking know. I can do Thunder Tug. Okay. Uh, good work done by good people, says God. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Guyton, can you get... Is Anchor Bear here? It's like... I can't hear it in my head right now. Sorry, I, I failed you. I guess I'm gay. Onward to Bertaria. Not it though. There's some. He does something gay with his guitar. It goes. My favorite is in the Hall of the Bard King. That's a good one. I'll just play a song. Why don't we just listen to Thunder Tug? <laughs> I should learn how to play Anchor Bear songs. Why haven't I done that? I've really failed. Really failed today. Isn't that right? Really good family, man. So happy for you guys. I'm pumped to see you at the at the fest. I will, um, okay, let's see. Musicians, Anchor Bear. Uh, I've got dreams of Bertaria.
Let's listen to fucking Thunder Talk, guys. Hang on one second. Where is it? He's got a lot of great songs. Man, we should start every stream with uh, with an Anchor Bear song. I mean, this is unbelievable how many he's done. In the halls of a bar. Where's, where the hell is Thunder Duck, Tug? Oh, here it is. No, it's not. Compilations. Kyneton, can you send me Thunder Tug, please? Let's see if it's on YouTube. Is it on Ladle? Hang on, let's go to Ladle.tv. Wow, Ladle.tv is so good. Wow, I always get blown away every time I look here. Thunder Tug. Can I search on Ladle? Wow, Ladle.tv is so... Oh, oh it's Capture the Crush. Hang on, let's go to Anchor Bear. Uh, where the fuck is Thunder Tug? Here we go. Introducing Jet Token. Flying on a private jet has never been more accessible. Just book your flight on the Holy jet. Holy shit, they really do know me. No, Kat, I want to hear Thunder Tug. Kat, Thunder Tug. There's nothing that gets you more pumped out than Thunder Tug. And if the if for some reason we have to constantly keep making sure that these things aren't taken off the internet. Okay, capture the crush, must be ninth club remix. Oh my god, this is so good. Short people got no reason, wrong swan. Want me to play runaway? The Hall of the Bard King. Guys, Thunder Tug is a staple. Wish you were here analysis. Onward to Beritaria. You found how'd you find Thunder Tug, Kyneton? This has to get more easily searchable on Oh yeah. Hang on one second. Kyneton, way to go. You really earned your. You really, I'm gonna throw some money at you today, Kyneton. I'm gonna make you feel like a whore, though. I'm gonna make you pick it up in your dress. That was weird. Sorry, guys. I've done two really fucking weird jokes today. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Here we go. Everybody, get ready.
So good. Gets me pumped. I just posted something hilarious when I was listening to that. Uh, so there's a headline I just got in my uh, email. After Kevin Spacey denies seven more sex offense charges in the UK, I wrote, the Matrix is coming for Kevin Spacey, which just means his message is even more important for the youth. He predicted this. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> oh, even more, even more people accusing Andrew Tate of rape? Oh, the Matrix. Oh, guys, he predicted it. <laughs> Spacey's a bit... Imagine claiming that Spacey is being persecuted by the Matrix. Of course you wouldn't. It's so obviously not it, right? <laughs> People actually do that with Andrew Tate. They're like, man, Matrix. Hey, bud. What's up, little, little Benjamin? All right. One more letter. This is from Woodshop Bear. This, is, this week has been very Woodshop heavy. I really dig it. We should have Woodshop every week. WTF, I just thought of Kevin Spacey last night. How dare you, Woodshop Bear? Were you one of his victims? Were you one of his victims, Woodshop Bear? Did he, did he... I'm just going to stop myself. I don't trust my jokes today. Saying that Kyneton should wear a dress, and then also, if you want to keep blacks away from your daughter, you know, those were just very off. Okay. Um... Hey, brother, another day, another letter, apparently. I hope this one is taken in the right context. The worst thing about reading something is there's no tone, no inflection of voice, and a lot of the meaning is lost. So let it be known that I'm in no way trying to sway anyone's opinion on anything going forward. I'm just sharing some reflection and thoughts on the mother of all topics, finally. Oh, yes, after a year of hot debate, Woodshop Bear is finally weighing in on the God is Jesus debate. Oh, boy, here we go. Buckle up, Denmark Bear. When you first brought up the idea that Jesus was not, in fact, God, I didn't have an initial reaction whatsoever. My life had been so rife with pain, suffering, and being wrong that I don't often take hard stances on things outside of the most basic morality issues. I think that's one of the things which is breeding so much chaos in the world. People making claims with certainty when there's absolutely no way to be certain. I know, that's why I pulled back my claim my fault, you know, I, I'm trying to work on that myself, which up there, because I don't know. So when you start talking about it, George, I know we have to do a Trinity letter. It's fine. It's which up there. So when you start talking about it, how dare you, George, we're doing my theology. So when you start talking about it, another started violently disagreeing. I just sat back and quietly thought about it. I'd like to share some of those thoughts now. If one is on the God is Jesus team, you'll quote a passage that reads, the word was God, and say, that's it, folks. There's your proof. In come those on the other side of the argument saying, well, I've got those verses that contradict that, so you're wrong. They bicker endlessly. It's old, it's played out, it's gay, and it's boring. I agree. And so does Denmark Bear. What I find interesting is that most people don't push it any further, however. They quote a piece of scripture as fact. I'm the type of person who goes, but were you there when it was written? Were you sitting in the council of Muthbe Nithea? Were you in the room while they translated it two dozen times? Did you approve the translation? Did you approve the over 100,000 changes to the KJV Bible since the 1600s? Do you even read Greek? Do you read Latin, Aramaic? Do you even know what the original texts say? Or just the wildly different versions we're offered today? George, you got to relax. 
Even more interesting is that people can make such claims on either end and never question if things in the Bible are even truly said. We can't read a newspaper article these days without being able to clearly see the gravel in it, the lies, the admitted truths, etc. It's so far-fetched to believe that 2,000 years, dozens of translations, hundreds of thousands of changes led to a completely perfect and accurate account of literal words spoken. And we'll forever find the most effective form of historical control over majority population not being injected with gravel used to push an agenda as a complete impossibility. Respect to the Muzzies for keeping their text in the original language and never changing it. Oh, how dare you respect the Muzzies, don't you know? Hey, George, don't you know? I'll put a caveat here that this applies to Paul as well. Did he really say those things? Did he really kill those people? Did he even exist? I will say this, though. If I was going to give the other argument, that, that having faith in the Bible sometimes comes from the belief that God would give you a, you know, that despite all of that shit, you're going to, that it's fair to be given a accurate representation of your past so that your choice is your choice. And it's not because the information was held from you. Um, I've actually made a decision to not pick apart faith and as much as I used to. So I don't know. But that's a decision I made. Who knows? When you first brought up the idea that Jesus was not in fact God, I didn't have an... Oh, I already read that. How dare me. So God is his son. I See, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fight about it. Rockfin, a few shekels for God's favorite comedian. I'm no longer a nihilist thanks to you. Indeed. I mean, that's a claim I can't prove, but it sound, it sure does tickle my ears. Okay, um, I know they were comparing Tate's story to the dead sex trafficker. I don't know what you guys are talking All I know is the Matrix is obviously coming for Kevin Spacey. Okay, I'll put a caveat here. All right, did he even exist? Was, there, was his story completely changed to fit a narrative and push away a living on people who were so enraptured by the story of Jesus' life that they blindly accepted whatever else came in the book? These are all questions we must ask, and there's nothing wrong with asking them. Jesus, according to the book, told us to seek God. Nowhere is it written, blindly accept every word, don't ever ask questions, and berate anyone who thinks differently. That's a very good point. When it, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find. When it comes to the actual topic of, is Jesus God, I look at it from two angles. First, being what would it mean if God really did come down in human form? There are obviously great things about this. What a magnificent God to grace us with himself in the flesh, to heal wounds, to teach, etc. Indeed. The second angle is, what is Jesus is God's son sent down? The implication here are so much more meaningful, at least to me. I will make no claims at all to understand anything that happens in the heavenly realms. Anyone who ever makes a claim like that should be ran from, because claiming to understand anything like that is absurdly rooted in ego. Lego, my ego. God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. At the last second, the angel stopped him and put an animal in his place. This means, oh, for the record, I, I wouldn't, that story still bothers me. I can see, I can understand it a little bit, but I'd be like, fuck no. And that probably is seen as bad, but I just wouldn't. You know, I've thought about that. <laughs> it, it, I would be like, we're not cool if you want me to sacrifice my son. Like, we're just, 
Oh, you're going to hell. Fine. I thought about that, dude. That story's still like, I get it that it's like you have to have complete obedience no matter what gruesome horror God asks you to do. But at the same time, I'm telling you guys, honestly, I wouldn't do that. Um, someone introduced BB to the near-death experience rebel. His son was in his 30s. That's a good point. Okay, anyway, but I, I, there, I see I see what it means to be completely subservient, where it's like, whatever God asks you to do, you do it no matter what. And uh, I wouldn't do that. And Abraham says God himself will provide a lamb. That's a good point. I'm not a theologian. I'm just going to keep reading. I probably am misrepresenting it. Um, this means nothing if Jesus is God. Okay, uh, if Jesus is God. It means everything if Jesus is God's son. God testing Abraham to see if his love ran deep enough to sacrifice his son, knowing full well what he would be sacrificing his own son thousands of years later is incredibly moving. Right. That's way more logical. God, guys, Jesus being God, it, it doesn't match up logically. Where it's like, he sent his only son. Oh God, I'm not going to get into the debate again. I've been feeling very peaceful. Yeah, that could make sense where it's like, it's like showing Abraham what that would mean, you know? It's possible the Old Testament and New Testament are about two different gods. I don't think so. I've heard that argument. I don't think so. I think that the Old Testament, it was wrestling with understanding what God is or wants of you. And that's why it seems so horrifying. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm already feeling uncomfortable. All right. I imagine God seeing Abraham full of anguish, but still willing to follow his request because of such a deep love. And that's solidifying the, the reciprocal nature of love between God and his creation. I also think of the implications of this thousands of years later in modern times. One of the most often heard arguments I've ever heard against Christianity in my life is how cruel the God of the Old Testament was. Good synchronicity. And people always bring up the story of Abraham's sacrifice. They claim how disgusting, vile, torturous, and evil asking a father to do that is and use this argument to make claims like the God of the Old Testament is a different God than that of the New Testament. <laughs> yes, I love sacred. I love that. I just read that in the chat room. What's up, Bear? I actually thought this for a long time. I was in that camp years ago. Um, I was in that, uh, thinking those same things, not understanding how any God could ever ask that of someone. Well, you were having this debate this year. It finally hit me. God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. He made Abraham experience firsthand the level of pain that would come with walking up that mountain, knowing full well, what he was going to plunge a knife into his own offspring. Everybody put yourself in Abraham's shoes for a minute and think of how impossibly hard it would be to keep faith in God in that moment. We all talk a big game when it comes to faith, but most of us can't even endure minor inconveniences in daily life without thinking that God is punishing us somehow. This is such a fucking good point. We all falter on our walk. Abraham did not. As he goes all the way to laying his son on the altar, the phys the physical physiological torment he had to endure was probably more than any of us could bear. And at the last second, he's told not to. He passed the test. God did not take his son. 
Instead, he loved his creation so much that many years later, he would give his own son instead. That's super powerful, dude. Wow. I know, but I, I just wouldn't even walk up. I, I know I know my limitations. I'm so, that's why I'm not Abraham. <laughs> I'd be like, no. <laughs> and I realize how fucked up that is. I, I know, I'm just being honest. Uh, I'm not going to lie about my faith. I have strong faith. I do a lot for God. When I feel pain, I know it's purification and I don't question it. That being said, I'm like, the Abraham Isaac story is very, but that's a, that's a way to look at that story in a really beautiful way, you know, because I don't, I don't, uh, because it's like you're, you're showing man what that would feel like without even doing it. And then you're doing it thousands of years later to save the creation. Um, that's, that's fucking powerful, dude. To me, the story of Abraham from that angle, um, only to see him follow through years later to fully save all of humanity. Imagine God saying, this is what I am enduring for you. I also took time to think about all those verses in the New Testament, which contradict. There's literally no point arguing in them. Again, 2000 years of grabble by a group who has paid more money and all the bears combined will ever make collectively for marble statues of kids' dicks. Excuse me while I don't trust with unwavering faith what they have to say. Rather, I use my discernment, Jesus crying out to God asking, Why have you forsaken me? If he was really God, it would be the most cheesy script ever acted out. It would fall into the category of vile emotional manipulation. That is not the type of God I know. Jesus crying out, why have you forsaken me as the son of God, however, is disturbingly powerful. Jesus is the most perfect soul to walk this earth, the son of God himself, with the power to walk on water and heal, could not more closely to God than any of us, literally hearing God speak to him daily, could not endure moments of his absence. Wow. Jesus could not endure minutes on this earth without his father in his heart comforting him. Jesus, for a brief second, showed fear, not of man or death, but of losing that connection momentarily with God. He knew God, he knew heaven, he knew the afterlife, and the thought of being alone here for any length of time caused him to cry out. 2,000 years later, most of humanity is pumping behind dumpsters and only thinking about God when they post a snarky anti-religion comment on a Facebook comment section. Think about how much more accurate that is than modern Christianity. Of like, no, no, he is God. He was having an experience and he killed himself for three days and then returned. Think of what Woodshot Bear just said. Like that's like, it makes the Bible profound. Versus like a cheat. Oh, he screamed out, why have you forsaken me in fear? Because he was God? Yeah? Okay. Well, you know. Just don't take the boosters. I, who knows? Maybe you want to take the booster. I don't know. This, this is that. That was fucking beautiful, man. I've never heard it described that, that like accurately. And it brought in, you know, Isaac, um, Abraham, and Isaac in a way that I never have thought about. Good for you, Woodshop Bear. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Is Jesus speaking to himself? Well, I know, but then they just go John three sixteen. You know. Woodshop's right. It's not worth the bickering. 
It's not worth the bickering. It's like, yeah, I know you're going to say something back and I'm going to say something back. And then we're all going to bicker and which up and Denmark bear is going to kill himself. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'd like to bring up a little gravy here as well. Moses fasted for 40 days before climbing a mountain to meet with God. Allegedly, Elijah fasted for 40 days before climbing a mountain to meet with God. Allegedly, Jesus fasted for 40 days before climbing a mountain where his disciples saw, uh, where his disciples saw Moses and Elijah with him. Jesus then said that nobody but him had ever laid eyes on God. Perhaps time is not linear. Jesus is omnipresent. And he met with both Moses and Elijah in their respective times on that mountain. We think of things in terms of linear time, but if you're in a spiritual war and you literally exist outside of time, why would you limit yourself to the physical nature of this realm? If the stakes are that high, I think it would be well within the realm of possibility that Jesus would time hop and lay down gravy everywhere he went. Again, no claims, but something pretty wild to think about. There's no way to know for certain what the truth is. That's why it's called faith. Indeed. Yeah, Lucifer does laugh when we argue. Yeah. Um, okay. None of us actually have answers. We have theories. We have beliefs that were either born from indoctrination at a young age or societal peer pressure. Gypsy Bear says the wages of sin is death and Yahshua didn't sin, so he didn't deserve to die. Right. That's why it's called a sacrifice. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I totally get that. Uh, yeah, that, the, the fucking lamb that people rip the throat out of doesn't, what, what did he get caught whacking off on a bus? Is it justice? No, it's called a sacrifice and it's intense. I'm not into the blood stuff, but, uh, you know, let's just all be logically coherent when we talk and. And everybody will be fun. You know, it'll be fun. Okay. Uh, Obama used the Abraham Isaac story to make fun of Christians. Yeah, well, it's it's easy to do if you think Jesus is God because it makes no fucking sense. If God was showing man how hard that would be in order to understand what he's willing to do thousands of years later, that makes sense. What does not make sense is God flippantly saying, Kill your son. Oh, you passed the test. You're fucked up. You're good to go. That doesn't make any sense. Abraham and his son were on the same mount at the same spot where Jesus was crucified all that time later. Well, it just, that at least is coherent. It is so easy to make fun of incoherent Christianity. I'm telling you as a comedian, you're leaving your jaw wide open if you say, Jesus is God, so that means he never died. Like, so someone goes, so he didn't die then. Oh, no, he died. So God's dead? No, he's here again. So how's it a sacrifice? So how can you be the son of yourself? You're, it's three into one. Don't you understand nonsense? It's like, it, it's very easy to then say, okay, then God's cruel. God's sick, right? God isn't cruel. God isn't sick. Um, okay. He's the lamb of God. You have to look in the sacrificial system of Leviticus. How can you be the lamb of God? How can God be the lamb of himself? You understand? It makes it so the Barack Obamas of the world can gleefully just throw rocks at your religion. And it's, of course, they'll do that no matter what, but it's a lot harder when it's coherent. When it was, when, when it makes sense, like why would God say that to Abraham? Okay, meanwhile, Joe so wonders why his vegan diet of M&M's and grapes makes him constipated. Hilarious. 
I, I, I did not try to get into theology again. I'm known for nigger and Jew jokes, okay? And making fun of the Irish for deserving being raped. That's my forte. You know, my strength is making broad historical rape jokes, okay? So I realize my limitations. If you violently disagree with me, that's fine. But I'm giving, I'm honoring this letter by reading it. There's no way to know for certain. We have theories, we have beliefs. That's why we're either born from indoctrination at a young age, social peer pressure, but we can't make a single claim about much in this life. I can say I love my children, of course, but I can't even make the claim that the green I see is the same green you see. Exactly. Like the green M&Ms that were just referenced. Almighty science will tell us that it is. It is, but that science also tells us the coffee cup somehow magically got encased 200 feet underground in pure unbroken coal from 65 million years ago. Again, sorry if I don't believe most of science. What we do have, however, is discernment. Isn't that right, George? When my wife was giving birth to our first daughter years ago, after 42 hours of labor, she had to be rushed to the emergency C-section. She was tachycardia on the table, blood pressure through the roof. She hadn't eaten in two days and had one hour of sleep. Her body was completely depleted, and she was barely conscious as they placed our daughter on her chest. I hung my head in prayer in that operating room, tears spilling, realized that there was a very real chance I might lose my wife, my unborn child, or both of them at any second as they rushed to get her blood pressure down, heart rate down, and get the baby out as fast as they could. God bless modern medicine, dude. It's not just one or the other. That's beautiful. All glory to God, they both made it out of that room healthy. I drove home the next day to check on our dogs, and while driving in the morning, I became overwhelmed with emotion. I held it together in the hospital for my wife, but when I was rolling down the street, my chest felt like I was being uh, buried, and I couldn't breathe. Not just from the fear, but also the joy that you experience after seeing your first child born. Magnified exponentially after just having to go through the thought process that she might not make it. I looked up at the clouds and through leaking eyes said, thank you. Never in my life have I felt the spirit move so hard through me. I had to pull over because I couldn't drive. You're like a fucking monk, dude. It was waves after waves through my body, but to a degree where I couldn't feel my limbs right. Everything was warm. I was crying so hard that I couldn't see. I couldn't breathe, but I felt more love and more comforted than I've ever felt in my life. Like God was talking directly to me. Oh, how dare you? Only, only Mr. Pope. That's so beautiful, man. There was no structured word said then. There, that, there was no proper form of prayer. There was just the most honest thank you. Oh, I love this. I've ever felt or said in my life. Yeah, I mean, an honest thank you is better than any elaborate, theologically accurate prayer. Like, just an honest thank you is like the prayer. I've experienced that completely too, man. It's fucking mind-blowing. When you're, you're speaking through your heart, like you don't even have to use your mouth. Wow, dude. I didn't say thank you for XYZ. I just said thank you and God spoke in return. My discernment tells me that we get too hung up on words. We get too hung up on being right. Well, I am right though, Woodshop Bear. We... <laughs> We get too hung up on proving others wrong. Well, sometimes you are wrong. 
And we waste our entire lives trying to prove words written in a book instead of quieting our minds and opening our hearts so God can tell us directly as he wants to. So true, dude. I have no idea if Jesus is God or if they're separate. I don't either. And that feels good to admit. What resonates with me is that they are separate. Me too. This is great. But I've been wrong a million times in my life and I've been wrong and I'll be wrong a million more. That's speak for yourself. I think I've been wrong for the last. <laughs> That's why I remain quiet, humble in my ignorance. And well, for being so quiet, you sure do send me a lot of fucking letters. What's up there? Humble in my ignorance and don't say a word about others who might think differently than me. I know. I only get wrapped up in that as rebuttals, but sometimes I'm rebutting people that didn't say the original thing. Like, I'll be called all these names by all these Trinity guys, and then I'll freak out and yell at Trinity guys as if they all said it to me when they didn't. (laughs) You know, like it's a group, like it's a coherent group. You know, like that retard that was like, oh, Muslims are all incestual. There's two billion of them. Are you like, so really, do you think that claim has any validity to it? That's like saying whites are all incestual because of like certain parts of Oswego County. (laughs) Prayers aren't meaningless. Depends upon the intent of the person praying. Who the fuck said prayers are meaningless? Jesus, women. Is that a woman? Yes, it's a woman, I think. Okay. Sorry, I overreacted. I get it. You're a woman. Even if that's 50%, that's one bill. It's just so, it's so stupid. It's absolutely retarded. I would never sacrifice myself. I would die first. That, I think that's the whole point though. I think the whole point is showing you how fucked up that is and how hard that is. Like to show that's how much God loves people. How much God loves his creation is because he did that. That's, that's, that's actual Christianity, not this bullshit, you know, and, uh, or else it doesn't make it, or else it does make the God of the old Testament sound cruel and mean and spiteful and dramatic, but he wasn't, it's the same God. There's only one God. So when you think about why would he do that to Isaac and Abraham, it was to show what that means in my opinion. But then you realize that death isn't the end anyway. You know, in our, in our secular worldview, death is the only thing. It's the end of everything. So many Christians, I can tell by how they act. They, they don't realize that death isn't the end. Because the worst thing that can possibly happen is death. You know? And so that's one reason why it all seems so cruel is because we're in a paradigm like fish that don't know they're wet. That death is the end of everything good when it's definitely not. You know, I'm not saying death is good, but it's, I think you go to judgment. But I don't know what that even means. I don't know if that's like alchemical and like your soul can only go to a certain layer based on its weight. Or if it's like actually like a dude shows up and is like, you, not you. I don't know. I have a hard time believing it's a dude. But I think it's something we can't imagine. But when you realize death isn't the end, it's not as crazy. You know, it's like, okay. Um, I've no idea. We've got people out here calling others heretics and blasphemers, and we've had legit bears drop off from the community because you don't think the way they do. Yeah, good fucking riddance. You know, people that have claimed I brought them to Christianity, 
I encouraged them to have children. And I was the reason they didn't take a vaccine. Literally deleted their account on the Bertari Times app because I made fun of Paul. Good fucking riddance, dude. You're not, you're not gracing everyone with your presence. If you're that fucking ungrateful and short-sighted and narcissistic, fine. I'm not here. I'm, I'll try to do my best to not make claims I can't back up or give other sides of stories and all that. But like, fuck off. I'm, guys, I'm telling you, people that have written me letters like, if it wasn't for you, I probably would have blown my brains out. And now I pray to God. Those people literally will say like, well, I've discovered the Orthodox Church and how dare you? I'm like, okay, man, get the fuck out of here. No, no one cares. Because they always wanted a cult. That's what it was. They want to go to a place where they can get status and inner circles and, and fucking have someone regurgitate what they already believe back to them. That's not the bear community. We're all like, we can disagree and have these beautiful relationships. You know? And it's just so ungrateful, too. It's just so short-sighted and so like, so what do you do to your wife if you act like that to me? You know, you have no gratitude for the guy that really helped you get through hard times. You're just going to throw it all away. And as you leave, you make sure you take a shot at the guy. There was some fucking piece of shit that I like, uh, you know, welcomed in the community, all that stuff. Even got him like uh, one of the bears let him live on his land for a year without any rent. And as he was leaving the bear community, because eventually the guy was asked to leave because uh, the guy who owned the land was like starting a ministry. And he was like, you know, we really can't have strangers here. It's going to be like young mothers. He fucking posted all this stuff, bashing the bears, bashing me, saying it's all a lie. I'm a gamma. All this stuff. You got to live for free on someone's land because of this community, you little piece of shit. You know, people offered you friendship. They offered you community. You can just leave, but you don't need to like blow it up as you leave. You narcissist. Just leave. Fine. You don't need to post your, how much you hate everybody. You know, like, what do you think you're owed? What a loser. Oh yeah. And this is months ago, but I saw someone and it surprised me. It was one of the first times in the entire bear history that someone I've met in person has ever done that. And I'm like, dude, you can be upset that you have to leave your free land given to you by one of the nicest people I know. You know, encouraged to have a baby, given like, like backing and all that. It's like, but you don't have to fucking bash us publicly as you leave. You know? Because you found a cult. You know, and it's like, if you don't value it here and you don't value our community, then no one gives a shit. Who was that? I'm not saying his name. Doesn't matter. It, it, literally, it, it literally doesn't matter. It just got me thinking about these people that are like, oh, you know, Owen does not, does not believe in the Trinity. Teehee, teehee. I got, he's going to fucking hell. I'm like, when I met you, you were literally suicidal. And I haven't done shit to you. Yeah, very gamut of freeload for a year. and I've not, Yeah, and people were there for him when he had his baby. And, you know, it was like total just scum. 
And you don't even have to call attention to these people because that's actually weirdly called behavior. I just wanted to tell that story. It's one reason why I don't call attention to the people acting like that because that's oddly a little culty for me to be like, if you talk shit about me, I will send all the bears to harass you. I don't want that at all. Just go, dude. But I'm going to tell you that that behavior is fucking gay. It's fucking gay. Just want to make sure I'm not following him on Instagram. It doesn't matter. It does, you know, it's a, how someone, it's fine. It's just, I've, I've just been very disappointed with certain people. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, not believe in the Trinity. Either way, Dan, it doesn't even matter. Be a Buddhist. You don't get to sit around and tell everyone else they're going to hell because you're a special boy, all right? This isn't a Christian organization. This is a comedian who started communities because he realized that that was the only way out of this hell. So don't run around like a bunch of little gamma churchians and be like, only through the Lord Christ, not the Christ Lord, the Lord Christ. Dude, some of my favorite bears are pagan. And you don't get to fucking demean people when you're in disloyal, you know, resentful, greedy, spiteful piece of shit. You know, you go to your Lord. You go to Lord Christ Jesus in the cloud. The way they treat people, the way they fucking condemn each other and bicker and backbite and secretly talk shit about me and, oh, Owen's really the secret king. Fuck you. Balderson crushes and he's an Odinist. Totally. It's only through the Lord Christ. Okay, that isn't what Christ said. Christ said that you may meet him and he'll say, I never knew you. Oh, but Christ Lord, but Lord Christ, I knew it was Lord Christ Lord was the right one because I'm the special boy who knows the proper translation of the good book. Lord Christ Lord, how dare you? Imagine meeting that gamma in the afterlife, what you would say to him. You'd say, this isn't your saloon. But Christ Lord, Christ Lord, I condemned a hundred people to hell using your name because they were had the wrong book under their arm. And, and Lord Christ, I identified the real... Get the fuck out of here, dude. We've got people out here calling others heretics and blasphemers. And we've had legit bears drop off in their community because you don't think the way you do, they do. Exactly. And the ironies are mind-blowing. Mind-blowing sometimes. When they're like, I just can't handle your Paul talk. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Oh my God. Like people that I've trusted with like real jobs and paid and, you know, that have been like, man, this stream got me through COVID, blah, blah. So quickly do they forget. Yeah, in the next round, when the, when the, when the snake squeezes again, which it will, you know, I hope your new little group treats you well. Because I didn't see that from a lot of these churches. They will fucking exploit the shit out of you. His name was Yashua, says Jetsu Bear. Why don't you guys all fight about it for a thousand years? Maybe, maybe you can all stab each other with knives. His name was Yashua, not Jesus. I don't know, man. I think his name is Jesus. Hey, love. What's up? There's some what? Oh, cool. How's the goat doing? Doing good. Good. Awesome. 
Okay, um, I got to, and there are millions of people who will do the same thing to their family, friends, neighbors, and communities while also watching, you know, some very inappropriate things on their phones, stuffing their faces with McDonald's, popping pills, committing usury, lying every day, coveting everything everyone else has, cheating on their spouses, etc. I always thought it was insane how people could try to tackle such impossible questions when they can't even control their own carnal desires. Exactly. You don't get to even talk to me until you haven't watched porn in six months. But Lord Jesus, eh, eh, six months without porn. Or you don't even get to address me. And then you say, sir. But, but Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, KJV, only through the Son to the Father, the Lord, Christ Jesus, Lord. You go six months without seeing strangers fuck on your phone. Then you can tell me so, any. You can tell me something. Start with sir and be respectful. You're fucking out of here. But sir, Christ Jesus, Lord, unbelievable. Yeah, they can't even control anything. Bunch of fucking cowards. I always thought it was insane. All right, I'd argue that getting control of yourself is far more important than winning a theological argument with someone on the internet that you don't know. No claims, but I highly doubt God is going to be lining the, those people up. For high fives in heaven before those who walked quietly and humbly and tried every day to be better service to themselves, their families, and their communities. Yeah, how many times have these fucking churchians ever uttered the words thank you authentically in their fucking lives? No, they say, I deserve more from Lord Christ God, Lord. The Lord God, the, the Son of God who is God, Son of Man, Lord God, Christ Man. Okay, well, that sounds fucking stupid. Oh, you're going to hell, not me, because you just blaspheme the Holy Spirit. So you're saying your interpretation of that is God? That no one else could wonder what the fuck Christ meant by saying, why have you forsaken me? Lord God Christ, John 1, 3, 6, 9, 15, 9, 11, means you're the bad boy, I'm the good boy, to hell you go. To heaven I go, and I deserve. Heaven will be so unbelievable, there's no words for it. I can't wait. I can't wait till I get to go to heaven and all. It will be like like chocolate and orgasms and heroin times a billion. But not for you. Not you. You don't know it's Christ Lord Jesus, the Son of Man, who is God, God's Son Man. Jesus Christ. Oh, you said it. You said Jesus Christ. That means you go to heaven. No, no. Hell. I go to heaven. Lord Christ, God, Lord Jesus, God, Lord. According to KGV, the only word of God made by a king with, who is gay wearing bedazzled pants. You are the bad man. I'm the good one. I cannot wait till Jesus welcomes me with his arms open and I am rewarded for my piety. Of course, we all sin. Lord Paul told me that he's the worst of all sinners, so my gangbang addiction is nothing compared to Lord God Paul, Lord. And that makes him even closer to God because he fights his carnal... The, the sin is in the testes, and oh, I just love to come in the Lord God. Yeah, yeah, that's why your uh, your churches are all fucking empty. <laughs> that's why people are looking... For a fucking comedian in a barn known for saying nigger. Lord Paul, God, Lord, the son of man, the son of God, who is God, not man. 
He is man and God and ghost 100%, 300%, 100%. God, Lord, man. When he said, why have you forsaken me? He was doing a bit. Milo was in the crowd. He recorded it. They put it on TikTok. It made no sense, but everyone squirmed and it was very cringe. And when he said, Lord, why have you forgiven me? He was talking to himself, but only Milo knew that, who had an iPhone. And then everyone who didn't get it is in hell. If you didn't get what Jesus was doing, then you're in fucking hell and I'm in heaven and I'm eating chocolate. Lord God, don't you know how dare you? Um, you see why I don't give a fuck? Don't you know, Big Bear? Okay, so let's, let's hear more about uh, Ye's new wife. Where did they go on their honeymoon? The romantic getaway allegedly went down to the Amangi, a Ritz five-star resort in Canyon Point, Utah. Oh, they went to Utah. Oh. The luxury spot is located on 600 acres in Grand Circle National Park. Whoa. Um, Sensuri is an architectural designer at West Brand Yeezy. Oh, that's very cool. He married an employee. According to her LinkedIn profile, she's been in the role since 2020, just over two years. The post has reached out to Sensori and former colleagues for comment and how her change in marital status might impact her career trajectory with the brand. Um, let's see. Nice. Good for Ye. I'm happy for him. I heard Ye got himself a new goth girlfriend. I don't know. I'm not going to bash his new wife. It's his wife. How dare you? How dare you? Only if you remove the testes to you reach God. The sin is in the balls. Tick tock, tick tock. Okay. I am going to land this plane. I'm going to check on my goat. I'm going to get some more hay. I'm going to realize I'm not making money doing all this farming. Marrying an employee sounds like Thomas Jefferson shit. Oh, how dare you? Paying the gay away, appreciate your honesty in a world filled with nothing but the opposite. Well, you know, you have Jesus, the son of man, God, who is God. So you just figure that out and you'll be fine. Desert tortoise bear. And by the way, I'm not picking apart. I still believe I'm Christian in my own way. <laughs> so I'm not mocking you at all. I think it's been twisted and fucked with to take away the real meaning of it. Because want to know what I think is the worst thing a slave can feel? Loved. Loved. When you actually realize that it wasn't God having an experience as an avatar hanging from a cross and then just coming back as God and jumping around. I mean, that's so fucking retarded. Like, what's the sacrifice? What's the pain? Like, what is that? To feel loved, to feel like somebody is willing to go to bat for you in a world that was very fallen and still is fallen is a beautiful feeling. To confuse it, to make God seem like just a tyrannical retard that makes no sense that's an interpretation of a scripture that we don't fully understand and i'm not making claims i'm just a lot of people have made claims against me and so i will defend myself and i will fucking make it funny multi-generational family living seems like true community yes have a nice day the uh the 13th thank you lefty bear friday the 13th good um Yes, Yahshua claims to be the I am that spoke to Moses out of the bush. Guys, we're done arguing about this shit. Gypsy Bear doesn't know shit. He has a hard time fixing a roof without stealing someone's horse. All right? Let's all just lay off the self-righteousness where it's like, only I know the God, the Father Christ Jesus. It's fucking tedious. Denmark Bear's gone. 
He'd rather give someone a proctology exam than go through this shit again. God sacrificing his son and his son not fighting it is super powerful. No claims. Just think about it. Yeah, exactly. This isn't like a who's right, who's wrong thing. We're all trying to figure this shit out. All right. Sleep deprived is gay. That's all. I hope this cures his AIDS and I'm under no delusions that a measly $3 will go so far. God bless. Thank you. I did too. Thank you, BB. Anytime. Let me know if you ever need a goat. Father of seven bear. Yep, your streams help me also understand things I don't have time to think about. Oh, yeah, I, I listen well on the job and audio on Telegram. Yeah, it's why I'm so censored because I'm helping confused people work through ideas that they've been systematically kept from thinking about because they have to work so fucking much. You know, it's actually really cool if you think about it. It's not because I'm so damn smart and special. It's because I actually have the ability to think these things through, to research them, to not be afraid of being fired. You know, I can say things that other people find jarring, but there's no repercussion to me. I've already been through the looking glass. And it's helpful to people. Okay, you want to know my goal, my agenda? Lower addiction, raise fertility, increase the stability of families, raise gratitude in our nation, keep our nation strong. You know, keep God in our hearts. Lower damage. Make it so less psychopaths get away with their shit. You know, have a more coherent worldview that doesn't endlessly confuse you and make you depressed and make you take pills. That's my agenda. And you can see it every day. It's why I do this. And even if I'm wrong about Jesus and God and all that, you're watching a guy say things fearlessly because he believes them. And that will help people. And even if you're one of these Trinity guys that like finds it jarring when I say this stuff, appreciate that it helps people simply to watch someone capable of saying what they believe. And I'm not going to listen to some fucking gypsy. All right. You should feel the same way about me every now and then be like, isn't this guy a comedian? All comedians are a little fucked up, guys. All gypsies are a little fucked up. You know, every comedian alive that has thought, you know, I'm going to go on that stage and I'm going to. I got something to say, and these people all really want to hear me say it. I'm going to stand there alone for an hour with drunk people and make them laugh. There is, uh, there's something a little fucked up about that. And I understand that. And factor that in. Like the gypsies. They're, they're all a little fucked up. Yep, I would sacrifice myself too. I would not sacrifice my son. And that might be the whole point of Abraham and Isaac. To say, look at how fucked up that is. I don't care if God in my voice goes, how dare you? Uh, no, this, that actually is, I'm breaking some. I'm not supposed to put words in God. I really do follow a code. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going to pretend to be God and talk for comedy. But let's just say hypothetically, I, I can't even do it without being like what I believe to be blasphemous. Okay. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't kill any of my kids for any reason. Even if that means I'm fucking going to hell. And, uh, and that's just reality. I'd way rather die than any of my kids. Way rather. Wouldn't even be a question. Um, and that's probably the point of Abraham and Isaac. But I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, okay, Kyneton, any final Super Chats? I gotta go. We'll watch the commercial again. It's really funny. That, that looks exactly like Kyneton, by the way. 
Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? <laughs> This is a good point. Old Testament God was not vengeful. He waited hundreds and hundreds of years for all his judgments. Yeah, I agree. Dan says, I think Abe would not have fully pulled the trigger, but it's speculation. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm hoping the Old Testament God shows up soon. It's getting a little insane. Yeah, that's how I feel too. When people are like, when people are like, uh, oh, the Old Testament God was so evil or is a different God. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I would not mind seeing a little Leviticus out there right now. Oh, how dare you? Only through forgiveness. I get it. I I get it. Forgiveness is good. It's all good. Okay. I know that ended a little intense. Uh, But the Woodshop letter was great. I really enjoyed the stream. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I don't even remember what it was about. I literally was in the flow state. Congratulations to Ye and his new bride. Very sweet. BB, I was a commercial pilot. This video is exactly what a pilot wants. Oh, I hope this doctor doesn't find the things I'm trying to hide so I can keep my medical and keep my job. It's hilarious. Old Testament job was... It's the same God. You know? Old Testament God is New Testament. There's only one God. How dare you? God jumped into body and let him do shit, but also jumped out. It's fine. You know, don't take advice from me. I'm, what does a comedian know? What does a gypsy know? Isn't that right, Gypsy Bear? When you see a horse that's untethered, do, do your hands sweat? Let me guess. Yay, married another white girl. Ha ha, says Black Lady Bear. Yes. Yeah, he knows what it's like to be a he's He's the Jewiest Jew there is. He gets it. It's all about um, race mixing. Everyone gets it. MIT scientist Stephanie Sinoff. Said that half of the male population, males are more susceptible to mercury damage, would be diagnosable as autistic. Well, that bitch uh, doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. MIT? MIT is Tim backwards. And we all know Tim is the most retarded name in the world. Timmy? You can't say Timmy without thinking someone has their pants around their ankles, taking a shit in a urinal in school. Right? Hello, Timmy! MIT is Tim backwards. And you have to... only non-autists can see it. Everyone at MIT is so fucking retarded that they're like, I go to school at Tim. You mean MIT? Oh, Jaden. I can't be the only one who thought of that, says Kat. What did Kat say? If you can't beat the censors, you join them. Oh, God, Kyneton. No, of course you're not the only one who saw that. Every single person who saw the name Sensori immediately thought that joke. They didn't say it out loud because they're not gay. Right? We've talked about this, Kyneton. Kyneton, you're representing me out there. you got to get your shit together. 
Hey, a horse in a pasture with a fence is just ass going to be stolen. Well, the gypsies will steal that shit. Dude, talk to Gypsy Bear. He knows. You think I'm fucking lying? They know. when Everyone at MIT knows how to code, but not how to get a husband, wife. Smart isn't smart. Exactly. SBF went to MIT. Sam Bankman freed. Yeah, MIT doesn't mean shit. They're like, they're Cod the Whipping Boy. No, Mingyan. Put Mingyan in the, in the uh, gravy tank. Put Mingyan in the gravy tank, Kyington. Only I get to make fun of Kyington. You don't get to say Cod's the Whipping Boy. No, Mingyan. You're the fucking Whipping Boy. I'm just pointing a lot out of, a lot of uncomfortable truths about old Coddington. And by the way, if you want to leave the community, that's fine. My whole point about that guy's story is you don't need to set fire to it as you leave. Just say, thanks for letting me stay on your land. Or like, yeah, man, good times. I'll see you around. No big deal. This isn't a cult. But you don't have to be like, I'm finally ready to talk about what the bears really are. Okay, dude. Good luck, asshole. Okay, Kyle, do we have any Super Chats? Uh, best stream ever. Have a good day. I feel like this was a very good s- stream. Yeah, Ming Yin is now in the gravy tank. Who's in there with him? Kyneton, who's in the gravy tank right now? Oh, we're caught up. Satan tried to burn it all down while leaving the irony. Exactly. It's a gamma mentality. It's psychopathic. And I'm, if you want to do that, get the fuck out of here. Okay, if you want to donate to the uh, campground, which is great, uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Thank you to Kawasaki Bear today for that generous donation. Um, unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Enter bstream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Oh, and check out my special on Amazon Prime from 2018. Um, huge pianist, and make sure you leave a good review. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be free and boy guy.